Welcome to Weenie Wrestling, everybody. Well, well, well. <laughs> it is I. Oh, Jesus. The quintessential stud buffer. Uh-huh. I'm not going to go any further. Get you, then I'll, you get your neck, a uh, neck brace. Uh, <laughs> I'll get okay, fucking canceled real quick yeah. if I continue. Yeah. Hello. What's uh, up, man? How are you, pal? Welcome uh, to Welcome, welcome to, to yeah. We Need Wrestling. Welcome to We Need Wrestling, everybody. Uh, I'm DJ. I'm here with Brett, uh, as per usual, uh, here at the compound. Uh, both of us are drinking pre-opened beverages. Oh, yeah. So, I'm still sipping on a... Uh, on a blackberry tangerine. Let's, uh, no tangerine. Uh, I don't know. How are you, pal? I felt like I was prepared for this episode. Yeah, what when, happened? When all I, of a sudden, I, you just got like recorded. You, 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 you got yeah. the brain scrambling. I got the brain scrambling. Yeah, yeah, I'm tired. Why? Fucking why? I don't know. I'm Wake up. Good. Bugga, 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 makeup. Yes. Something, 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 something. On the table. table. You wanted to. I, uh, I did want to. Fucking, I'm good, dude. You good? Yeah, man. Right. It's almost the end of the week. It's ready for the freaking weekend, baby. I'm about to have me some fun. Okay. How are you, man? I'm all right. Good. <laughs> good. All right. No, I'm good. Uh, yeah, I mean, it is, it's almost the weekend. That doesn't mean much. Uh, you know. It's a ton. We're, we're a day closer to the Iron Man Elimination Special Challenge. Is that what's it called? Uh, the Iron Survivor. Iron Survivor. Yeah. That's like the, the Rocky song. It's, it's something like that. Yeah. yeah. Iron Survivor. It's the cream of the crop. That <laughs> oh one. Oh, my God. That's not it? Are you going to be singing that while watching that on Saturday? <laughs> yes. Um, No, buddy. I'm good. Uh, We got a week to talk That's about like here. Your throat. You got chicken throat. Do I? You had chicken throat first. I don't know what chicken throat is. What does that mean? It means when your throat gets all weird. Oh, okay. Like, you know, when you're talking, you, like, your voice is like, I don't know. Well, did it change? Yeah. Oh, weird. Yeah, it sounded, it sounded uh, weird, dude. I just have a little bit of a cough. I never quite lost my cough from COVID. You have COVID cough. Yeah. How dare you? So. So what's going on? What's nothing, up? Nothing. How, how I already said nothing, God right, damn well, it. I don't know, dude. Jesus Christ, pay attention to me. I try. I'm sorry. Um. No nah, man, I'm good. I got. I watched some wrestling this week. I watched Roadhouse this week. Nothing wrong with uh, that. It's a Nova. I don't know what else I watched. I think that's about it. Nothing wrong with that. Well, that's not true. I think I watched a Christmas movie or something. A little bit more Andor. Still haven't watched it. That's good. I haven't watched sports. Uh, yeah, I've been watching opportunities. Well, there you go. <laughs> um, you know, people, uh, people out there really like to hype up Andor. Uh, and indoor is real good, but like didn't get real good till like episode like six. Oh, all right. Yeah. Well, so, uh, welcome to We Need Wrestling After Dark. Yeah. So all the people that uh, that talk about Andor on a weekly basis are like, "This is the best Star Wars thing ever," and need you to reassess your Star Wars things. Ooh, are you shooting from the hip? I am. Eey. I am. But it is very good now. All right. Took a while to get there. Is it like done? No, well, yeah, it's over, but yeah. we we didn't watch it at the while it was airing. Okay, I didn't. Know yeah, it was it, like, it's twelve episodes. Well, there's gonna be a second season, but yeah, twelve episodes. They did it like weekly, but we uh, we're watching it through. Did they announce the third season of Mando? Is that coming out March? Th- th- I think that's possible. Yeah, sure. I'm positive, I saw that. Yeah, maybe I didn't. I don't know. Yeah. Who knows? Well, they did that whole last season where he had to get the baby back because they realized he gave the baby away, and they're like, the only reason why people watch the show is because there's a baby. Yeah, there's no show without a baby. That's right. Uh, all right. We need yeah. wrestling. 
Wrestling. This isn't. We need George Lucas. God wrestling. damn it. This is, we need wrestling. Professional uh, wrestling and uh, sport of kings. Oh, the sport of kings. All right, let's 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 get this thing started. I got a little bit of pieces of news here. All right. Uh, number one piece of news for me. Uh, I don't know if you saw this or not. Uh, All Japan losing some stars. All right. I could name like two people in All Japan. Okay, <laughs> right name now. them. Kento Miyahara. Okay. And Jake Lee. Okay, Other well. Other than that, I don't really know anybody all right. right now. Uh, well, Jake Lee's leaving. Okay. All Japan. Where's he going? Uh, has apparently expressed his interest in New Japan. Oh, all right. Um, Tajiri leaving. Okay. Well, yep. I mean, uh, so he'll be in Noah. Listen, I imagine that uh, he's going to go reunite with his old buddy, maybe in NXT. No, he's an old. He's an old in Japan. He's going to go to Noah. Well, that's true. He could go to Noah. And uh, Izanagi, I don't know who that is. Um, But their contracts all, their last matches are December 21st for Izanagi and the 25th for Jake Lee and and Tajiri. Uh, Jake Lee held a press conference, said that he's planning to change his nationality from Korean to Japanese and hopes to secure a passport to travel overseas. Oh. Uh, and he's expressed a desire in the past to work for New Japan and to compete in the G1. He has the endorsement of Hiroshi Tanahashi. I can't get much higher of an endorsement. So, and Jake Lee is a two-time uh, Triple Crown champion. I did know that. Yeah. And he's been in All Japan since 2015. I know I saw one of the matches where he beat Miyahara yeah. for the Triple Crown title. Uh, so that's so that's a thing. Um, other piece of news... Uh, which I could wrap into uh, the the wrestling we talked about this week, but I think it's it's far more important than just walk by it while we're discussing Rampage or Dynamite. Uh-huh. Uh, w. Morrissey has changed his name. <laughs> big Bill. <laughs> He's now Big Bill with two G's. Uh-huh. It's two G's in that big. That's, in that big. That's hilarious. Uh, two G's in that. There's got to be some sort of thing in there about him being two G's. He. Uh, <laughs> Big Bill, uh, Big Bill, no longer W. Morrissey, AEW superstar Big Bill, Big from Bill the, from the same lineage of uh, Giant Gonzalez and Big Josh, Big Bill, Big Bill, uh, <laughs> God damn Big it. Bill. Uh, that could be a whole podcast. It on could its be own. an entire <laughs> podcast on its own. Uh, and thirdly, uh, the letter C on the list here. Uh, is uh the uh the illness of uh Barry Windham. Uh oh, it's yes. all over the place. Everybody's talking about it, but uh Barry Windham had a heart attack in like an airport or on an airplane. Uh and uh he's I guess he's he's recovering in the ICU. They're raising money for him. Uh Windham one of sort of the forgotten guys, I think. Uh great wrestler. Fantastic wrestler. Uh and just sort of got saddled with some bad WWF gimmicks, like and then later WCW gimmicks, like you tend to do. Mm-hmm. Uh, but a phenomenal wrestler, uh, had great matches with all the greats, and you know, lots of people talking about how he is he is better than a lot of those greats, but never got the chance. Yeah, I mean, him and Flair just have a like a, tr- I, I, it's probably more than a trilogy, yeah, but right, they have matches where it's just incredible. Yeah, Wyndham, Wyndham, super talented guy. Uh, you know, I don't want to, his, his blood relations, maybe, maybe not up to par in professional wrestling, but well, there's that, uh, lots of lore around those idiots, but, uh, Wyndham's a great, we wish him well. Uh, and, uh, you got a couple bucks, throw a couple bucks, Barry Wyndham's way. Yes. Uh, wrestlers don't have, have, uh, 
health insurance. I know he's looking at like two hundred thou. He's looking for the heart attack in the hospital and <sighs> ICU. So uh, you know, what what cauliflower is gonna pick up that tab. Uh just help him out. You know, it's his daughter, uh Mika. Yep. Uh so uh set it up. So yeah, help out Barry Windham, watch some Barry Windham matches. Uh, I posted one on Terry Tuesday, him in Puerto Rico against Terry I Funk. I saw that, yeah. Uh, and it's a good match, and Terry cuts a great promo at the end of it. So, uh, Barry Windham rules, and he needs a little bit of help. So, yeah, if you have uh, if you have any extra cash, I know yeah. it's the holidays. A couple ducats, but you know, right. if you have anything and you right. feel inclined to right. do so, who are we to tell you how to spend your money? Right, exactly. But you know, you a couple, you want. couple spare ducats, yeah. throw Barry Windham's way. Uh, thank him for the match. Watch a Barry Windham match, and then be like, you know what, this guy deserves my five dollars for that match. Yeah, uh, and. Uh, Pay your ticket at the door. I think that's it. I don't think I have anything else. Um, the only little piece I have is like the hot thing today that Ooh. apparently New Japan's bringing in Sasha Banks. Oh yeah, we we're gonna talk about that at Wrestle Kingdom. Oh, now they they don't yes. know if it's gonna be like in front of a live crowd. Yeah, you know, there's the talks of, um, you know, she registered a bunch of new trademarks and yes. like a new name. Yeah. Uh, her and Kyrie Sane are close, so yeah. that seems like a very obvious well, connection. She's still under WWE contract. I don't know. I saw online today that she's technically under WWE contract until January. Uh, well, that would work then, because January fourth, right? <laughs> and like, if you, if your contract just expires, you don't have a non compete. No, there's no so, non compete. Uh, and I, that'll be interesting. And it was also teased on Dynamite with with Soraya saying she's going to have a, a tag partner mm-hmm. at whatever. So. Yeah. It'll be interesting. That'll be a big get for whoever happens to land her if she doesn't go back to the WWE. And Naomi, her sort of comrade in arms, hanging out with Jade. I was going to bring that up as well. Uh, making lots of dreams come true. Uh, yeah. So. But yeah, that's, uh, we'll see what happens. But I think Sasha would be a pretty big get uh, for any for any division and star power wise, no matter what the company is. Yeah. So. That's a, that's we, a big deal. We shall see. But it's a pretty big deal. Sasha's a talented lady, so yeah, especially if she wants to go work like in New Japan slash Stardom, right? That's pretty pretty cool. Yeah, it'll be interesting to see what like what New Japan does if if they start like involving Stardom on every show or. I what. think you'll see a match or two. On yeah, the, you know, I, yeah. I really do. It, it's smart. Right. I almost signed up for Stardom World today. Actually, oh, but because I've been kicking the tires on that yeah, forever, of course. But I just haven't yet. Who has eh. the time? I have time. I'll make okay. time. Right. I, I don't fucking sleep. What does it matter? Right. Okay. Um, but yeah, that's all I had because that'll be. We'll have to get a third chair on this podcast to keep up with your stardom talk. Who would that be? I don't know. I just I'm not going to watch it. So oh. I need somebody to talk to you about it. You you bum. I don't have time. Mm-hmm. You're a bachelor living the single life. Excuses. I'm a excuses. married man married to someone who hates a professional wrestling. She doesn't You're hate lucky it. I watch as much wrestling as I do. She doesn't hate it. She absolutely hates it. That's not. That's she not hits true. me at night because I like wrestling. Well, you kind of deserve it. It's kind of true. She um, hit me. Don't tell her that. Don't tell her I said that. <laughs> well, I guess you want to like get into what we watched. I should edit that out. She's gonna get mad at me for that. Uh, yeah, let's talk. She about, doesn't listen. No, but somebody's gonna tweet about it. Then I'm gonna no. fucking. She doesn't have Twitter. Oh, that's true. She doesn't have Twitter. Good. Yes. All right. It. Awesome. Perfect. Um. Uh. Yeah. The, what we watched this week is that where we're going? Yeah. All right, let's fucking do it, pal. Uh, we'll just jump right in, right? Jump, let's jump right in. If this um, is a short show, it's a fucking short, snackable show. Yeah. Let's fucking go. It is go. what it is. Let's do it. Um, I've literally watched a single match from the New Japan World Tag League. Okay, I, I didn't right watch now. any of it. Yeah. 
Good. Yep. Uh, so from the December second show, yeah. it was Night Tetsuya Naito and Sonata going up against Aussie Open. A bunch of bums in this match. Oh yeah, real bad wrestlers here. Mm-hmm. Uh, this was fun tag team wrestling. Naito was like kind of like being funny mm-hmm. during it too. Um, which funny Naito is always fun to me. Just yeah. very like mocking of Aussie Open and like mm-hmm. do the whole Aussie 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 oi 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 chain oh, yeah, stuff. That's yeah. funny. He's the man. Uh, yeah. Go anywhere to watch this if you can. Honestly, the World Tag League, there's just been nothing. Yeah. There's been nothing of interest. Yeah. Even, like, I'm in a part of, like, a couple, like, Reddit groups and stuff, like, for mm-hmm. Japanese wrestling, and even they're just like, eh. Yeah. There's not much. It's a shame. You know, they go, if you like uh, TJP, he's been having, like, good matches with uh, that Francisco Akira. They're well, the, I do not, so. Yeah, they're the junior tag champs. And yeah. they said, like, they've been having good matches, but yeah. they understand if you don't like them. And I go, yeah, I don't like them, so right. I just don't care to watch. Right. Um, any, any news on Rhinoceros? Oh, the I caught the end of their match the other day. It was against TJP oh. and Akira. And they were walking out. Like, they got beat. Mm-hmm. Um, both of their pants were pulled down. They were both wearing red, uh, like, bikini cut trunks. Yeah, well, that's the that's because Taguchi only owns one yeah. pair of underwear. Um, and they were drinking a beer. Mm-hmm. And Clark Connors was drinking the beer. Uh, Taguchi shoved the whole can down his ass in between his butt cheeks to make sure that, you know, his ass was getting ice mm. proper. Because as we all know, he is a butt man. He's a butt man. It's true. So You put your butt on the line, he'll put his ass on the line. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. That okay. was uh, literally it from World Tag League, man. All right. Great. Uh, Fantastic. So, yeah. Shocking. So, from SmackDown. SmackDown. I watched a couple things that were pretty good. Okay. Uh, Sami Zayn versus Sheamus was really good. Okay. Uh, kind of continuing like that while Roman's just kind of not on TV because he doesn't need to be on TV. Right. Uh, I thought they had a really good match. Sammy beat Sheamus. Okay. Good. Um, Rightfully so. I liked the little backstage segment afterwards where um, it was Sammy, Solo, and the Usos. And Sammy was like going to get the car or something. And Jimmy was like, oh, man, take Solo with you. You know, like mm-hmm. just to like, you know, everybody's coming for us, whatever. Sure. And like. Jimmy and Jay are talking, and Jimmy goes, man, he goes, you know, I, I, I'm happy, like, you, you came around on Sammy, like, you know, finally and all that. And he goes, but, uh, he goes, you ain't never bring it up, why, him lying right to your face, did you? And Jay was just like, Big U said he looked in his eyes and saw he needed to see. I'm cool with that. Hmm. So, man, when that turn comes, it's going to be fucking brutal. How did, how did Sammy lie to him? So, the week... The Friday before War Games. Oh, he's hanging out with Owens or well, whatever? Like Owens was talking to him, and Owens was telling yeah. him to turn on them before mm. they turn on you, and Jimmy was perched right behind the door. Uh, so when Owens left, Jimmy po- or Jay or Jay popped out, and he yeah. goes, yo, what's up, Sammy? Like, where you been? Uh, and Sammy's like, oh, I was like, running away. He's like, and uh, Jay goes, you talked to anybody since you've been here? And Sammy goes, no. Uh, and he, so he heard the whole conversation. So that's why Jimmy's like, right. I, see? That's one fucking thing. Okay, like, that's a... Not a throwaway segment, but something that happened like a right. week ago, and it's still like continuing. Yeah, like that's perfect. Let's keep it fucking going. I like that shit. Okay. And God, that storyline is so good. Yes, um, Tegan Knox is back. Okay, is she Tegan Knox or just Knox? She's Tegan Knox. That's good. I like that Triple H gives everyone back their first names. Yeah, she went. She saved Liv Morgan from beat down from damage control. Okay, so Tegan Knox is back. Okay. I hope she can stay healthy. Yeah. You know, shiniest wizard. Mm-hmm. Like, what, what? Doesn't she love Kane or some shit yeah, like Kane's that? Yeah, Kane's your favorite wrestler. Yeah, um, it's, it's a fault, but okay. Yeah. So, 
Hopefully you can stay healthy this time because yeah. she's torn her knees how many fucking times. Right. And I know she was having visa issues and stuff, so mm-hmm. that's good. I'm glad she's healthy. Okay. Yeah. Um, and then they ran a tournament. It was the World Cup tournament they were running. Kind of coincided with the World Cup going on right yeah. now. The finals were uh, Ricochet representing the United States mm-hmm. against Santos Escobar representing Mexico. Oh, that was on SmackDown? Yes. I watched this. Oh, my God. You fucking watched something. Holy shit. Hmm. Well, hmm. tell me all about it. I thought it was on Raw. <laughs> oh, jeez. Um, <laughs> uh, I'll tell you what. Uh, this was really good. Uh, I saw a lot of things about it. And that's sort of the key to wrestling. Like, if people tweet about it and say it's good, I'm probably going to try and check it out. Yeah. Uh, both these guys are good. Uh, Escobar is better. I'm going to say that right now. Yeah. Uh, Ricochet is good. But like, some of his stuff takes a little convoluted setups still to this day. And that dumb crossbody moonsault that he does, that doesn't make physics sense. Crossbody moonsault? He does a moonsault. But, like, instead of coming down straight, he kind of tries to come at you at an angle, and then they bump off of it. Uh, he did it to Santos off the apron. It looked fine, but he did it to somebody, like, mm, two remember. weeks ago off the top rope. Or oh. it's a shooting star crossbody or something oh, that he yeah, does. Oh, yeah, shooting star press. Yeah, yeah. Well, he does a shooting star, but, like, the guy's standing. Yeah, yeah, okay. It, okay. it looks a little odd, uh, but whatever. Uh, but I will tell you, uh, my main takeaway from watching this uh, Santos Escobar versus Rick O'Shea match uh, is that uh, Zelina Vega, my <laughs> fucking new is, you greasy bastard, is is not only a credit to professional wrestling, but she's a by proxy a credit to every sport on the planet, brother. Uh, it, the, <laughs> you want you want ratings for this bullshit World Cup and Cutter. Uh, Zelina Vega is the answer. You want people to watch football and these some of these dumbass games they flat you want you want to be people to be interested in watching Matt Ryan get blown out by 40 points? You put Zelina Vega on that fucking broadcast. Uh she's a credit to any and all sports, fake or real, uh in the entire world. Yeah. Zelina Vega. She uh Blonde Zelina Vega hits it, it, a certain it's, it's a different certain way. look. So uh yeah, but I, I thought this match was really good. Uh it would be crazy if if WWE is like, hey, this is what we're going to do all the time, but I really, I really don't think that's the thing. Yeah, it'd be sick though. Um, be yeah, real man, sick. Match was fucking yeah, awesome. Was really I thought cool. Santos, like, he has that that star quality to him. I feel yeah. that it transferred over to the main roster pretty yeah. easily. Yeah, and plus they're making a big deal out of it. I got mad at him because he did the bow and arrow taunt that the fucking Punishment Martinez used to oh, do. Oh yeah, and I was like, don't sully yourself with that idiot uh and then he did the dive and when he dove onto ricochet and ricochet like he hit the table the announcer table so fucking hard and high gross. i was like that looks awesome yeah uh i was yeah we've been i haven't seen ricochet a long time when he was a tiny little boy with long hair so. i love that hurricane rana uh, off the the guardrail yeah. i thought that was and they wild tried to do it again in the match and ricochet yeah. flipped out of it yeah i like and those guys like poison ranas are like ricochet's one of those guys that makes you believe a poison rana can actually happen to yeah. somebody uh and i'll tell you yeah. what him hitting that six thirty, yeah, gross. Yeah, like I don't know how yeah, he doesn't sure. kill himself or the guy. Mm-hmm. It's just it's wild yeah, for sure. Um, so yeah, and that, then Ricochet he gets a shot at the Intercontinental Title in two weeks. Yes. So him versus Gunther. Yeah, I saw at the end they had a little oh, confrontation. That would be, be a cool match because he's gonna try and flip all over the place, and Gunther's gonna kick the shit out of he's him. He's gonna slap him out of the midair like a fly. Right. Yes. Um. Well, I mean, other than AEW, I don't have anything. So. Oh well, I watched some Raw. Um. What? <laughs> what? <laughs> Always got to keep you guessing. I don't have time for stardom, gotta but I watch Monday Night Raw. You're guessing. Oh, you got to keep on your toes, yeah. pal. You're keeping me On something. your toes. 
Uh, I, I, I didn't watch Raw. I watched clips of Raw on, on YouTube. Okay. But they clipped everything out. And it's like the main, that's where I watched the Escobar. They clip everything into Did pieces. Did you get the, the... Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. Uh, so I watched Bailey versus Rhea versus Ashka. I heard that was good. Uh, it was really good. I heard there was a bit of a train wreck at times, but I heard it was good. Uh, it was fun. The ending seemed rushed. Okay. Like sort of they realized they were out of time and were like, oh shit. Uh, uh, Bailey's finished the rose plant. Is what I think what they called it on commentary. That's weird. It was weird. I didn't love it. Uh, but the match was really good. Uh, you know, sort of Rhea playing evil muscle mommy and just like moving everybody around. So mm-hmm. uh, I thought that was good. And then also JBL had a, p- a poker invitational. What the fuck? Uh, he had like all the, a bunch of the roster in the, in the back in a in an upstanding uh, like uh, place okay. like a. Uh, establishment to play poker in a poker tournament and nobody was allowed to fight uh and like alpha academy was there and like i guess shorty g does shush now he does he's the shush man he shushes yeah. people or shushes people yeah uh and like you know i was like oh jbl poker it's funny i was talking to todd uh at the comic shop from from longbox heroes longbox heroes after dark about how uh how easy it would be for bradshaw and Ron Simmons to just do appearances together with a with a table and APA door and a It'd couple of cigars. It'd be so smart. Everybody would buy it to Absolutely. get a playing poker, smoking a cigar with the APA photo shoot. Um, so the 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 premise of the like the the conclusion of this is that uh, nobody can read Dexter Loomis, so he takes everyone's money. Wow, that's perfect. <laughs> um, he he's trying to play Corbin, and Corbin can't figure him out. Corbin, terrible actor. Well, yeah. Uh, Dom Mysterio, worse actor. Um, <laughs> and then like it breaks into a fight, and JBL's like, "No fighting here. Go out to the ring." Uh, but the one shocker there on that is there was two different tables, two dealers, and the one dealer was uh, LVAC's own Becca. Oh, I saw the screen cap. Yeah. That. Okay. All right. I didn't uh, know that was from Raw. It was a funny, stupid little segment. Yeah. Uh, but Loomis had like a bag full of money at the end of it. And like you got to see uh, like the uh, fucking, uh, what's his name? Turd Ferguson. Or Sex Ferguson. Turd Ferguson. That's Burt Reynolds. Luke Gallows. Luke Gallows. <laughs> uh, got into like a, a screaming match with Shorty G. Oh, okay. Shorty G shushed him and then he called him a nerd. And they were like, nerd, shush, nerd, shush, uh, back and forth. You were sports entertained. Yeah, it was, it was absolutely sports entertained. Uh, there's a lot of there was a lot of other people there, but I can't I don't exactly remember who because Don Mysterio spoke and I was like you're real bad at this. Yeah. He made some joke about somebody being shorter than his father, and I was like get the fuck out of here, you little bastard. It's it's crazy, you know. It's all these years later. Plus, Eddie Guerrero was a reasonably tall human being, so I don't know who the fuck he's he talking short. about. But all these years later, and it seems like SmackDown's going back to being the wrestling show. Yeah, and Raw's going back to being the sports entertainment show. Yeah. You know, uh, I know like SmackDown when it, they went to SmackDown Live, you know, however many years ago. Yeah. Um, it, it was kind of like, oh, this is the wrestling show again. And then it got away, fell into more normal yeah. WWE shit. Um, but now it's like, I look at that, and you go, okay, look at Sammy Sheamus. That was great. Mm-hmm. The the Sheamus Gunther matches, uh, Escobar Ricochet, yeah. like those seem to be like the they're the wrestling heavy show again, which yeah. is. It's just funny how, like, 20 years later, that shit, it right. worked out again. Because that's what it was 20 years ago, SmackDown 6, you know? Yeah, that's true. Um, that's It's just it's weird how that happens. It is weird. I guess we'll move over to All Elite Wrestling We now. won't. Oh, you bitch. Ha-ha. Because, oh, that's a good segue. I didn't expect that to happen. I watched something else. So I, 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 what the fuck? I wanted to watch a different thing. And I couldn't find all of it. So I watched 
a little like 20 minute like fan recap of it okay and then found something similar no oh yes it was through wrestling with regret it's like one of my favorite channels brian zane's awesome hulk hogan's celebrity championship wrestling oh fuck yeah that's when uh, Dennis Rodman won it. Yeah. Yeah. I'd never seen it. Yeah. I watched it. It was on CMT. Okay. Yeah. I wanted to see it. I uh, couldn't find out about any of the episodes, so I just watched that little recap. That looks fucking bonkers. Oh, yeah. Danny Bonaducci. Yeah. Uh, Screech. Uh, uh, Rodman. Why, how'd they agree to let Rodman on there? He was a member of the NWO. Yeah. Uh, Bullshit. What, what the fuck was the dude's name? Um, uh, was it Todd Bridges? Todd Bridges. Yeah, Todd right. Todd Bridges yeah, was yeah. on it. Yeah. So, uh, when I couldn't watch that, I found another little gem. To watch if i was to say to you world of hurt do you know what that is no okay world of hurt all the episodes are on youtube what the fuck is it okay i'm glad you asked world of hurt i'm gonna regret this 2011 to 2012 oh, i thought you were gonna say like wrestling society x or something cool like it that. was a wrestling tv show reality show that took place at the Storm Wrestling Academy and aired in Canada. Why? Lance Storm had a wrestling reality show. Famed. That sounds terrible. Famed for his personality. Oh, that sounds so bad. Uh, so, according, I only watched a couple episodes. Was I'm Chelsea finish Green it. on it? Uh, no, but I, I'm going to run trained. down the cast. Uh, so, apparently, Roddy Piper was on 13 episodes. Uh, Lance Storm's 13 episodes. Lance Storm's apparently only in 10, which is real weird because I thought it was yeah, Lance Storm's show yeah. because he does all the judging and the training and the cuts and the talking. Yeah. Uh, but according to IMDb, Piper's in it, so I'm excited for that to happen. But, here we go. You ready for the cast? Training class on World of Hurt. Oh, one season. Kira Hennigan. Name ring any bells? Uh... Isn't Hennigan Johnny Nitro's last name? Or John uh, it is, Morrison? in fact, Taya Valkyrie. Oh, okay. There you go. Taya. Uh, Brady Roberts is some guy named Malibu. Chris Knight as someone named Dylan Knight. Tennille Dashwood as oh, herself. Yep. Uh, uh, some woman named Natalie Harrison. Uh, Thomas LaRuffa. LaRuffa? I don't mm. know. Benny wow. English. Carlo Cannon. And... Theo Francone as Randy. Um, yeah, so like these guys are also all actors, so like I, I guess they probably just. Yeah, I've never even heard of this. Yeah. Oh my God, it says 23 episodes. Was there a second season? There, there's a pair. They're rumored there's a second season, and the second episode is called Hookers and Blow. I'm not watching this. Oh, this is all of Roddy's students are desperate to stand out with his out of the box look. Kamikaze sure to make a lot. Okay, so maybe the second season switched over to Piper. That's, That's interesting. Weird. That's weird. Bumps, sweat, and tears. Oh, here we go. Yeah. Desperate to break into the world of professional wrestling, Lance's students will do whatever it takes to make it to the next level. Irina, our least experienced wrestler, more on her in a second. We'll have to that that's my own thing. That's not in the write-up. We'll have to step up her game to avoid physical and emotional defeat while training at the Storm Wrestling Academy. So the show opens with them just doing flatbacks. Sounds it, awful. right. <laughs> and there's this one dude who's clearly been assigned the role of like shit giver. Yeah. He's making fun of everybody. And there's another guy who's French who's overheard saying he doesn't believe that women belong in professional wrestling. <sighs> uh I can't wait to finish this fucking show. Um, 
Are you making Michelle watch this? No, I watch right. it at night when I'm laying in bed inebriated. Oh, maybe that's why I liked it so much. That, uh, I'm but Irina, say that's a big reason. Why. Irina comes into the ring and she's clearly like people are like the girls are all very supportive, but this one guy doesn't like her and they have some sort of history that's yet to be revealed. Of course. Um, and she's doing the flat backs and she's doing the shoulder rolls and like people are laughing at her and she doesn't quite have it. And like this is this is supposed to be finishing school. Like everybody's supposed to already sure. have a training, yeah. but she's the the least experienced. And this woman does a flip bump, and and Misawa lands that fucker like a off of a like dragon suplex. Like uh. she completely like chin like through her chest, like right on the back of her neck. And she gets up, and she's clearly dazed and not in good shape. And Landstorm's like, "You're okay. Don't get up until you're ready. Yeah. Like whatever, whatever." And then the the dude who's like clearly the shit giver is like, oh, what a jump, maybe blah, blah, blah. And then she runs out crying and Landstorm has to go calm her down in the bathroom and she decides to get back in there and then they're running like drills, you know, like Irish whip drill, like all these kind of like you're doing little sequences, lock up drills into the headlock, into a headlock takeover, whatever, whatever. And like she keeps messing up because she's clearly fucking concussed. Yeah. Uh, and this guy is like, oh, don't hurt your neck, you know, her, her, her. And then she runs out crying again, and then she's got a Landstorm has to talk with her, and she has to decide if she really needs to wants to be there, but she has some catching up to do because she's the least experienced and Ugh. whatever. Uh, that sounds awful. I don't know if there's eliminations. They don't really go it's over like, any so of that. So it's not like a tough enough style. I, I thought it, it certainly looks that way, but I, I don't think it's a competition. I think it's just a reality show. Did you ever watch the comeback of Tough Enough when Jericho was like hosting? Yeah. It? Okay, I didn't know if you watched. Yeah, it or yeah, not. yeah. Uh, but, uh, but yeah, so that's, so World of Hurt, uh, aired in, aired in Canada. That's uh, a good place for it. We have, we have some Canadian listeners, so I'm, I'm hoping that, uh, they know what, uh, what I'm talking about here. Uh, but they're all, all well, at least the, seemingly the first season, I'm, I, uh, they teased Piper, so maybe Piper shows up, like, halfway. Piper never ran a wrestling school. Right, but it's still at the Storm Wrestling Academy. I'm wondering, so it says Piper's on 13 episodes, right? Hold on, let me figure this out in real time. So we're going 10 episodes in the first season, and we're going, oh, 13 episodes in the second. But they show Piper in the opening thing. I don't fucking know. Uh, I'll report back next week on on the, the new segment, What's Happening in the World of Hurt on We Need Wrestling. Don't have time for stardom. But you have time for this bullshit. Yes. All right. Always. I can see this is goes. like when Joe Sposo gave me a box full of Transformers on VHS because I let him know I was watching Reba every night because I didn't have cable and I was just like putting on WB or CW or whatever. And he's like, stop watching Reba, start watching Transformers. And I did. And I transcribed every episode. Like I wrote, I, I had a notebook and I watched and as I wrote, I would write what the episode title is and everything. You're a crazy person. Uh-huh. <laughs> That's fucking nuts. <laughs> yeah. The, inter- the internet existed, so I don't know why the fuck I, I did that. I was going to say, yeah, like it's not that long ago. No. Oh, you crazy man. Yeah. Oh, so. Did you do you want to spring anything else on me that you watched? Like, did you watch some MLW or some AAA or. Hold on. Uh, Ring cucking. Uh, Progress. That's a big, that's a big no. Okay. I'll, I will tell you right now that I did not do the extra credit and watch a battle bowl. So, I didn't have time. You didn't have, but you had time for World of well, Hurt. Because here's the thing, uh, World of Hurt. I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna, gonna waste my waking up hours watching World of Hurt. And I'm not. You gonna, can watch Battle Bowl High. I'm not gonna watch good wrestling in bed because I'm gonna fall asleep. 
So then I'll, I don't have to pick it up the next day. And then if I don't, I only watch half of something, whatever. So I put in something that's really non-committal, low impact when I'm laying in bed, stoned out of my gourd. And it happens to be World of Heart for right now. How dare you? And it's it's what it is. You're, this segment, I'm going to have DeWiki do a song. This segment's going to be dynamite. You, you can go right ahead. What's happening in the World of Hurt on We Need Wrestling? This is what this is the thing that makes us go viral, pal. Yeah, this is going to be I'm it. telling you. Okay. I'm telling you. Let's put all your eggs in that basket and see how you. quick that fills up. Absolutely. So would you like to talk about AEW? Yeah, we can. All right. So Rampage. Yes. Uh, there wasn't. A ton. I watched Rampage. Yeah. Uh, Darby Allen Cole Carter happened. Yeah. That was okay. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, they're giving Darby a lot of time again. Well, yeah, I had to lead up for his match on right. uh, last night, Wednesday. Yes. That's the day Dynamite. That, that happens. Yes. It's called Dynamite. Pay um, attention. So, yeah, that's when Darby does a little vignette afterwards and he's like, I'm challenging you, Samoa Joe. Yeah. Um, Shane Taylor shows up out of seemingly fucking nowhere. Yeah. Um, Challenges Keith Lee and says, like, you forgot about me. You forgot about Dre. J- uh, something J.D. Griffin. Right. I think and, the like, name Swerve's, is. like, sneaking in the background. Yeah. yeah. Swerve sneaking in the background was pretty funny. Yeah. Um, but, yeah. So, that's going to be a match on the ROH pay-per-view Saturday. More on that later. Uh, Shane Taylor. Per- is it Shane Taylor Productions, I think, that they go by? Sure. Against Swerve and Our Glory. Yeah. Who knows? Shane Taylor, all lower body on that guy. He's a lot of lower body. Yeah. Um, they now they do the little promo with uh, acclaimed and FTR, mm-hmm. where acclaimed says we want the best tag team and we want to face them on dynamite, right? And out comes FTR, right? More on that later because you're not going to put that match on Rampage because why would you have any sort of respect for Rampage? Yeah, well, there's a respectable match I'd like to see on Rampage sure. this week. Um, then it was Jay Lethal and Jeff by God Jarrett. Going up against Private Party. Mm-hmm. Um, I, this fucking, was it the firm shit? Yeah. It just like overshadows everything. Yeah. And it's just, it's not good. Uh, uh, so the Matt Hardy stuff is just not good. It, it's really interesting because I, I wanted to talk about this a bit, a bit later too, but this is, this is a fine point of it too. Um, half of AEW right now. Is storylines and shit they had to figure out after the punk thing. Because oh, yeah. all of these people were supposed to be involved in punk in one way or another. Or spin out of that. Yep. So the Max storyline. the Everything was supposed to, you know, everything was supposed to bounce off punk in one way or another. Yep. The Firm with, with Stokely. Yep, FTR. FTR. All of this was supposed to revolve around the 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 celestial body, if you will, that was C- the professional wrestler known as the CM Punk. Celestial body of CM and Punk. <laughs> uh, everything is everything is is sort of uh, revolving around him, and he has his his little breakdown, and everything gets shot thrown out the window. We like to we like to call it tells the truth, but the worst way possible. Right, right, <laughs> and uh. All of these things that were connected to him are now just dangling in the wind, and they have to still make TV somehow. That's crazy. So they're like, okay, well, what pieces do we have available that we can latch onto these things and try and give them TV? And I think that I think by the end of the new year, that's going to be cleaned up all the way, and I think we'll, we'll sort of be able to suss some stuff out and move beyond. Um, but like AEW really got dealt a raw hand. 
uh, by the because there was a lot being bait. That was the centerpiece of your fucking fed. Like Moxley was supposed to go on vacation. Like all this shit was supposed to happen. And so like this firm stuff is a bit of a, of, of a slog and sort of hard to get through, but it's because literally they were like, at like 2 AM, they were like, Oh, everything just blew up. Oh shit. All right. Well, we'll figure something out. Cause we got to get, we got to have TV in three days and there's gotta be something for you guys to do. Uh, and then even off of that, you get the regal stuff that we'll talk about later, which is yes. also sort of response, but also is going to be embroiled in that whole thing. It's just everybody they're, they're everything's getting blown up on them. Uh, so it's very awkward. It is. Uh, it, it, it is kind of weird. And yeah, we'll, we'll talk. But that being said, private bit. party uh, do not draw. And like uh, I was high on Jeff Jarrett. I'm back to my Jeff Jarrett level. Uh because the thing about Jeff Jarrett is that, like, and I, I mean this in the most heartfelt, meaningful way possible. Who the fuck is tuning in to see Jeff Jarrett uh, on AEW? Uh, like, you're trying to, like, every week people fucking yell and scream and hoot and holler about demos and ratings and, and age groups and all that. And, like, Jeff Jarrett ain't hitting those. Uh, but the sad thing is that Private Party and Matt Hardy are hitting them even less. Yeah. Uh, so figure it out. Because Jarrett could... Be a draw. Absolutely. And could work. The stuff with Sting, uh, I loved. And I thought it was a really good piece of that pay-per-view. But the private party? I ain't fucking interested. Yeah. And I mean, it's just, it's weird because it's not a feud. It's right. just a one-off. Right. You know? Sure. And it's like, I don't know. Uh, There's still a sucks. lot of fucking pieces laying there everywhere are. in AEW. There are. It's, they're not done cleaning up the mess completely. No. And it sucks that seemingly that uh, Tony Khan is honoring the original deal and considering Jay Lethal AEW and not Ring of Honor because he keeps promising that Ring of Honor is going to be off AEW TV. And that doesn't mean Jay Lethal, and that breaks my heart. I wish that fucker did not uh, quit Ring of Honor like two months before Tony Khan fucking bought it. Yeah, because it was Ring of Honor announced they were done, and uh-huh. Jay Lethal immediately got introduced on the next pay per view. Yeah, so he was AEW the whole he time. He was signed. Man. He was signed before Ring of Honor announced it was officially well, or, done. Or, or yeah, they said like we're not renewing contracts and shit. Right. Yeah. So he signed with AEW, and then it like yeah, quick. right. So yeah, um, that's a bummer. The less said about this, mm-hmm. just the better. Sure. Uh, Athena murder some fucking right. Joe Bear. Yeah. Uh, I love Athena. She had a really good point this week saying that if it, if she was a dude, nobody would be bitching about how stiff she was hitting these people. She's 100% right. And she's absolutely right. Yeah. Uh, I, and I will just say this. You and I ain't complaining. Fuck no. I you love and it. I, <laughs> you and I are sitting here watching Stan Hansen compilation videos. Yeah. Uh, and Athena, you beat the shit out of anybody you want. Uh, me included. We'll talk later. Oh, Jesus Christ. What's, what is happening to you? You're getting greasy lately. That's, I'm overtired, I guess. I don't know. Uh, when, I'm, when, I, when I'm getting enough sleep, I turn what? into Adam. Oh, I yelled at a retailer this week about uh, uh, the condition of an action figure box. Did you really? I, I, well, jokingly. Cause, oh. you know. I was like, wow. Um, yeah. I feel like people would have a... like. A heart attack if they saw old, like, all Japan women's. Right. Like, right. like yeah. if they think this is bad. Right. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, just, uh, request the match. I'll show you what, what women's wrestling could look like. <laughs> Remember the first time we saw that match? Oh, my God. Dude, it was like midnight and we were just losing our fucking minds. Yeah. Over, oh. I think it's still top five match for me. That ma- that tag match is fucking nuts. <laughs> it's amazing. Um, Juice Robinson. Yes, officially signed with all with AEW. The juice is no longer loose. Uh, 
But he kind of is. Yeah. Because Tony Khan was like, yeah, I'll go let him work in New Japan whenever he wants. Like, okay. it's fine. Yeah. You know, like. It's fine. I like that but deal. He's, but he's locked up in the state. I, I, yeah. But then. Special he's, attraction. He's there with his hot ass wife. <laughs> Amen. Uh, and then he. But yeah, then he gets announced him and Samojo for the Ring of Honor TV title yeah. at Final Battle. That's a weird match, but I'm all right with it. It's, it's, very, it's just weird. It's very weird. Um, Main event, uh, Lumberjack match. Yes. Orange Cassidy versus QT Marshall. Yeah. Why, why are we letting QT Marshall main event? Uh, just to get the gag of Dan Helsen's lumberjack outfit. <laughs> that did make me yeah, smile. that was funny. Um, yeah, OC, of course, and wins. And Mordecai as a lumberjack. Dude. And, and Spider and Sp- fucking Nate Webb. Did you see Spider Nate Webb get his fucking head kicked off by Brody King? No, did he? Oh, oh. my. There's a, like a picture of oh, it. Yeah. Oh, Spider Man! I wonder, I wonder if he got his own entrance. If they, if if Tony Khan paid for Weedus. I'm gonna say no. No. Okay. <laughs> um, he, could, yeah. he should be on dark. There's no reason why Spider Nate Webb ain't yeah, ain't he, working he a dark be, match or two. Sure. Yeah, he could. Coming, you know. in, coming in three months when they decide to upload him. Oh boy. Yeah, they're way behind. They're way behind. Um. Yeah, Orange Cassidy obviously wins. Of course. Uh. Can ab- you imagine the riot in professional wrestling if QT Marshall? beat Orange Cassidy? No, it would be awful. Um, Afterwards... It was full agrarian revolt on uh, Jim Cornette's house is what it would have. I'm talking pitchforks and torches uh, on on marching. marching I'd have no choice but to fight him. Pennsylvania would conquer the Smoky Mountains in the name of Orange Cassidy. (laughs) That's not a bad idea. And QT Marshall has nothing to do with Jim Cornette. No. I just know that he'd be the only fucking asshole that would celebrate it. Yeah, he'd be like, oh, good, finally got off that goof. Yeah. I'm going to do, if that was to happen, I would do the thing uh, to Jim Cornette that he would hate the most. Not let him watch when somebody else rails his wife. What the fuck has gotten into you? This is is wild. (laughs) I'm on a roll, baby. You're you're just greased up. What are we doing here? Um, (laughs) No. What the fuck? What's happening? What's happening with you? <laughs> the hell? Um, afterwards, House of Black comes out and just fucking oh, obliterates everyone, yeah, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like, nobody ooh. was safe. I was like, ooh, House of Black feuding with the best friends. And then, in fact, it was just everybody. The interesting part was Brody was about the Gonzo Bomb Ortiz. Yeah. And, Al- and Malachi goes, no. Mm. I was like, hmm, that's a little weird. Yeah. Um, interesting. Yeah. Don't know what if anything's going to happen there. Because they're afraid of Ortiz. That's why. Well, I would be too. Yeah. Um, Say, want- well, who's the only, I don't know who they would pair in that sort of Eddie Ortiz and whoever versus House of Black. Maybe if Santana's healthy. I don't want that to happen though because because House of Black needs some substantial wins and Eddie needs some wins. So Eddie needs some TV time. Eddie needs some TV time. Uh huh. Sure. Um, yeah, I like the little. Uh, they showed it on uh, Twitter afterwards. It was like after it went off the air. Malachi's just talking shit to Brandon Cutler, and he's mm-hmm. like, you and your friends are a fucking cancer in this company. Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah, and he's like, you're going to be dealt with. Okay. I was like, whoa. So <laughs> so the Elite win the win the, the six-man, best of seven, and then House of Black, and you that's the think. next program. Yeah. And that makes sense, uh, as long as it's sort of just... Boy, I mean, God, the House of Black on paper eat those fucking dudes alive. Like, you, like here. So here's, you know, I know Brody King cannot conceivably <laughs> stand in a ring next to a young buck, yeah. and let anyone but like young bucks can do Muppet Man and would still look like bullshit <laughs> standing in front of Brody King. Like, like, I know, like we talk about, you know, we were just mentioning Cornette or whatever, yeah. but this is one of those cases where I'd go, no. You don't look like you could beat the House of Black in a fight uh-uh. in, on any day. No. Like, 
these three dudes will yeah. beat the fuck out of the three of you right. every time. Every time. Every <laughs> like, time. Yeah, right. Like, I hope if, yeah. if the Elite wins the belts and just has a match against them and just gets completely obliterated right. by the House of Black. Yeah. And you go, makes sense. Makes sense, right. <laughs> I And then I we understand. just have Kenny Malachi, best of seven. Oh, my God. Could you I'd imagine that? that? I'd be killed. Let them guys fucking go at it. Yeah. Um, let's talk Dynamite. Dynamite. Dynamite kicked off with the Dynamite Diamond Ring Battle Royal. Yes. Which I thought if you get the Diamond Ring, like, what is it? You get to pick your spot, basically, on when you're going to challenge for the title? Yeah, so this was the most confusing thing in the world to me because Ricky Starks come out first, and I'm like, oh, this is a Ricky Starks match. And then they're like, no, it's the Battle Royal. I'm like, but Ricky Starks already has a title shot. Yeah, he already has a number one contender. He won that tournament. Yeah. uh, So I don't understand what the problem is. Um... But it, but so the way the diamond thing, the way the diamond ring works is is this this year at least because MJF has won it the previous three years, mm-hmm. he gets a bye to the finals, and whoever wins the battle royal gets to face him for the diamond ring. Oh, but I thought so with the diamond ring though. It's like if you win the diamond ring, you get a title shot. Yes. So so we're I, just like skipping it, that part. It looks like in a very confusing way because they didn't explain it on commentary well enough that because Starks was also number one contender, they're just doing it all at once, diamond ring and title. That's Maybe weird, not. Because like if MJF wins and he just gets his diamond ring back, right? Right, right cuz he still has it. Oh, yeah. I would do diamond ring, non-title, Ricky wins the diamond ring, challenges MJF for the title and then doesn't win that. Although by the time we're done talking with the show, that might change. That's uh, so weird. Because I, I I I got some some opinions about what they should do with Max here after a certain thing on this episode. But yeah, very weird, very confusing in a very AEW fashion. Yeah. Uh, Ricky shouldn't have been in this because he already had it. So like, what you could yeah, have it's done, like he gets nothing out of it, right? What you could have done was had Ricky there, and then here's Max's next fucking competition right up. And you're good, you know, or somebody else wrestles them and they don't beat them and they, there's no other title shot. Uh, super weird. I don't fucking get it. Uh, but whatever. Yeah. Uh, Ricky wins the thing. Yeah, it was an okay battle royal. Nothing really It was great. funny that we got Ricky, Jungle Boy, Dustin, and the rest. They got their entrances. Yeah. And everybody else was just, just walk out there slowly. Um, Dustin's last year next year, mm-hmm. so hopefully we get a couple good, more good Dustin matches here and there. Uh, but we'll see. Yeah. Um. Most importantly, though, is the aftermath of this. <laughs> oh Jesus Christ! Uh, aftermath of this is Ugh. Max comes right out, cuts Ricky right off. Yes. Um, Max looking like a pile of dog shit, by the way. That's because he shaved. His, his, he shaved. His hair was uncombed, or he got a new fade, and it was real chunky and yeah. not very good. Uh, yeah, just looking looking rough. Yeah, I thought it was fine. Um, yeah, he, usually he's giving like he's just like dresses nice and all that sort of yeah. shit, and it, it, the fade in his hair definitely looked bad. So he definitely looked a little unkempt, or like or you know like he t- he self tanned and then shaved and didn't self tan under his beard or something. That, well, and that could be it. Yeah, um, you know. Starts cutting the promo, whatever. Um, I did like the line of calling Ricky Pebble. Uh-huh. I thought that was a good line. Yeah. Um, but there runs the risk because the crowd immediately started chanting it. And I go, uh-huh. we're not supposed to be doing that. But right. whatever. Okay. Yes. Um, and you're thinking, okay, like, 
he got like a good one on on him there. A good one because uh, everything yeah. else was kind of lame. Yeah, he got he got a good one on him. Well, yeah. and because you know he just calls out everything like right because that's what everybody says about Ricky Starks. It's just right. a cheap knockoff of the Rock. And mm-hmm. I thought the Dollar Store Dwayne was a good line. Mm-hmm. Um, but then Ricky gets on the mic. <laughs> yeah, and it's just over from and there. And he fucking eviscerates him, crushes him. Um, yeah, you know Maxi Pad, mm-hmm. which was hilarious. Right, uh, Ricky's promo. Reminded me so much of like mid to late eighties like NWA, mm-hmm. and I know like they brought the whole NWA on YouTube like that shit, but yeah. it just I don't know like the fiery hat like, it was mm-hmm. just like a fiery babyface promo that yeah. you don't see a ton yeah. like anymore for sure, um, and like that crowd was so fucking behind him right, and he just like picked MJF yeah. apart in yeah. it. Uh, and it was fucking I, awesome. I hope Ricky uh, paid uh, Joe Sposto well for writing the speech for him. Because mm-hmm. uh, he just hits every... the. You come out here, you make fun of the sports team, you call them ugly, you do this, you do that. Your nose is a different color than the rest of your face. Yeah. Uh, yeah, Ricky, this was this was amazing. He's going to stomp an asshole. Yeah, <laughs> stomp an asshole. <laughs> Hilarious. Um, yeah, this this was this was like, uh, this is how you're supposed to do this. Yeah. And, like, left Max a little bit hanging out to dry. Uh, exposed him even more because this was this was the best promo that Ricky has cut. And it was one of the best promos yeah. in AEW sure. as a no whole. Doubt. Yeah, no doubt. Uh, and leading into this title match, like, listen, uh, a lot of stuff has happened with Max. Uh, I know you put the belt on him for a reason. I know there's more money in seeing a heel champion. Uh, people buy more shows to watch the heel lose, and you run that out. Sure. And I, I and I'm ninety nine point nine percent positive that Max is going to have this belt for a long time. Uh, but this kind of promo from Starks, uh, that feels like uh that that is a wrestling promo that uh is a great babyface wrestling promo up against a guy who is acting at cutting wrestling promos, uh. Could hurt Max in the long run. I thought he like he easily overshadowed him. Yeah, uh, and I think that the the argument can be made with good merit that uh, that promo alone makes Ricky the hotter hand, and he should get the strapola. Yeah, they uh, won't. No, which is upsetting. Um, um, but it's also because of sort of what I said before. Like Max, also unfortunately, a victim of. The fallout from hundred percent from brawl out, yeah, because he a lot of things were supposed to happen with him, and a lot of people were going to be circling him and Punk, and a lot of things were going on, and now it ain't none of that happening anymore. So he didn't have a convincing for next opponent. He didn't have any of this, and then the Regal stuff happens, and like Regal leaving uh, is you know we can talk about that after. Well, we'll talk about this later when Shivani drops it, but like that's another thing that hits Max's run. It, it does feel like. You know, all the momentum of him coming back at that yeah. pay-per-view. Mm-hmm. And he's just been getting fucking nipped left right. and right. And I, I, I think there's the argument to be made, and I sh- certainly wouldn't be mad, if Max got a bit of a soft reset and Ricky got this belt and had a little bit of a run. Yeah. And Max sort of has a, an on-screen come-to-Jesus meeting and gets it back. I'm fine with that. But he is he is bogged down right now. And when you have somebody coming out like Ricky who fucking wipes the floor with him 
and like maxi pad ain't going anywhere. No, I, it was such a good line. So and Ricky, I, you know, we've been saying it obviously mm-hmm. a long time. Like he's ready yeah. to fucking blow. Right, he's there. And he's when ready. You, when you don't pull the trigger on him here, it knocks. You know, you don't win that title match. You got you. You're not starting from square one. You're not. You're not on peg one of the ladder. But you're you're back down. You were on ten at the top. You're back down three or four to yeah. figure your way back up there. Because uh, so, really, with Ricky, it's like. You know, obviously, if he loses, which right. that seems to be already seen in stone, be, yes. Where does he go from here? Right. What does he do? Um, right. Which seems and, to be a like an issue almost. Um, there's not a lot of compelling good heels in AEW to for for your mid or upper mid card faces to square no. off against on the way. Back no, because you know your big names are all kind of tied up. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, like Mox seems to be tied up with Hangman again. Whatever's going to happen with this Jericho Claudio match, right. like it's those are Omega off circle jerking with the Bucks. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, who are your other big names right, right. now? Right, it's, it's interesting. Just, that's yeah. kind of where it's at, and right. it's like, okay, what do you do if Ricky loses? Mm-hmm. I mean, do you have it be like a fuck finish? And have him like chase Max, yeah, you know, um, or you have somebody else cost him, and then that moves him into a different program because they. I don't think they did a really great job of paying off Hobbs. No, they didn't. I thought they so did. Actually, I thought those, they did a fucking terrible. Yeah, job, so you could you could try and do that again and bring that back around. You know, it, you but, can like it's a built-in thing, but then people, I, I could see their arguments going. We just fucking saw right. This. We just saw it, right? And you can't keep tapping that well right. too much, right? You and, know? and I think if there was a mid, upper mid card to upper mid card heel that Ricky can then go up against on his way back up, then it would be fine. But that that doesn't seem to exist in AEW right now. No, because I mean you have to pre- like think you know. Uh, Swerve is going to be doing whatever with right. Keith Lee. House of Black guys are all together. Yeah. The elite are all together yeah. against uh, the elite who are babyface or heel. And, like, that just depends on what town they're in because people don't like them personally. Yeah. Uh, are in a group or in a feud with Death Triangle who are babyface or heel depending on what town you happen to yeah. be in or who they're facing. Uh, so it's, it's interesting. It's it's tough. There's a lot of tie-ups. Uh, I know uh, Miro is out outside the company and said – the reason was is that there's just no creative for him. And I talked about this a few weeks ago and sort of said, like, some of these guys aren't going to be used to coming up with their own ideas. And, like, I think Miro's one of those guys where, like, he's just – he's he's a talented wrestler and a fine guy. And he sure. can do what he, he, he you ask of him. But if you're asking him to create his own storylines, I just don't think he has interest or ability. Yeah. So he's he's not out there. But you could easily fit him in a hole if you needed to. Yeah, I agree. Um, but you know, people sort of like him too. It's it, it's it's an indie AEW still has the core of an indie crowd who like who they like and they don't give a shit like what you're what story you're trying to tell. Yeah, uh, and that does make it hard, especially for one individual to have to book it all. Yeah, um, and that's where I just still kind of like, yeah. man, I just I don't, but I, I don't know what you do and, here. And the thing is, is that. After this promo, especially uh, going into this title match, Ricky has the most to lose without if he doesn't win. Yeah, because I I think if Max loses, he loses 
less in the eyes of the fans than yeah. Ricky does if Ricky loses. And, you know, they're, they're to go with the hot hand. And I don't think you have a much hotter hand after this Wednesday than you do Ricky Starks. Oh, that crowd was so fucking so, into him. Yep. It's just crazy. Right. And so I hope they, I don't, I don't know. I hope I that know. they just say, fuck it. It's 2023. Let's start fresh, you know? Right. Um, right. Soft soft reset. Let's let's move away from this. We'll yeah. come back to what we need to come back to and tell the stories we wanted to tell when we're down that road. Yeah. But, I agree. Yeah. Um, next was uh, Samoa Joe and Darby Allen. This was a murder. Holy fuck, yeah. man. Incredible. Darby just loved doesn't it. want to be in the business very long. I loved every right? part of this. Like, I just, I, he cannot possibly think he can continue to bump like this and have a long career. Yeah. I am fine with the smashing into the the guardrails and the bumps on the concrete. All that stuff is is reasonably done if you're a professional. Sure. Uh, but there is no way you can save your back from taking the muscle buster onto the trucks of your fucking skateboard. Yeah, that was gross. It's just there's no way to get around it, right? <laughs> like there's, it's just that, and I, I'm not being safety police. He can do whatever the fuck he wants, and it looks crazy. Yeah. But like you just you got a bump card, and Darby's every one of Darby's bumps happens to be three bumps of somebody else. Yeah, you know, with Darby, you know, it, we always say, oh, like how many times could you lose and right. still be bulletproof? That's a bulletproof guy. Mm-hmm. It doesn't matter how many times he loses. Yeah. That's, he's bulletproof. Yeah. It just it is what it is. Well, and he's not losing to people who couldn't conceivably beat him up. Yeah. So, um, I said last night, there's my Samoa Joe. Yeah. There's the guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the fucking guy I know and love. Yeah, for sure. Looked like a killer. Just mm-hmm. incredible. And I even said, too, I was like, this gave me kind of Sting Vader vibes a bit. Yeah. You know that baby face who just can't mm-hmm. can't stop resilient resilient yeah but just keeps getting beat the fuck well, down and, and I said this on on Twitter last night as well is that what I want to see next is like Darby's a broken man the trucks of a skateboard beat him up you know he's 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 worn out he's worn down he's not winning matches against big time competitors he's having a hard time he's seeming even in matches without big time competitors he's fighting from underneath he's taking those beatings because as a wrestler he knows he can bump his ass off yeah. and make everybody look crazy. Um, and Sting comes and picks him up and says, "Listen, pal, I got, I, I got the know-how, I got the gym, I got the friends, and we can teach you how to be a more complete professional wrestler." Like I've been in the same place as you. I've had to pick myself up and rebuild myself. I've had to change what I thought was was my career, was my my path in wrestling. And and we'll put you on a diet. Oh yeah, diet. And we'll, uh, you know. We'll get you where you need to be. Get you some lifts for those boots. Right. And we'll get you where you need to be to make a real impact in this business, brother. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. No, I fucking loved it. Yeah, it was and, awesome. Uh, Samoa God, Joe rules. I love Samoa Joe. How is so Samoa much. Joe uh, constantly injured in WWE and yet not? I guess he was a little injured in AEW, but yeah, he's been he on was. a pretty good little tear here. He's so. been killing it. Yeah. Um, next is dare uh, I say the doctors in AEW are a little la- more lax in their treatment and care. Well, that could be mm. possible. Mm. Uh, next is Claudio, yeah, and Yuta, yep, against Garcia and Hager. Yeah, Hager stinks, man. Yeah, I, the hat thing is getting over. Yeah, which I like is the hat. Sad. I but, think it's funny. Um, yeah, I mean, I thought match was okay. Match was okay. Hager stinks. Nothing great. Oh, you good, know, good finish. Yeah, good finish. I, I, I thought, thought so the too. I thought the the power. With which Claudio threw that 
uppercut to make it a knockout blow looked really fucking good. Yeah. Uh, so that was cool. But yeah, just an okay match, mostly because Hager stinks. Yeah, I agree. Um, he bogs down what he does. He just bogs down with the wrestlers. It's just what he is. Yeah. He's he's clumsy. He's lanky. Uh, and he just bogs down matches. But yeah. the finish was nice. Yeah. Um, I liked Mox's like little promo beforehand too. Mm-hmm. Um, just being like, you know, we're back on the same page and all right. this shit, and like enough of this sports entertainment shit. Yeah. Jericho Appreciation Society, this Saturday, you're done. This is it. No yeah. more. Um, and then, yeah, Tony Schiavone, like, kind of yeah. teased during the match, yeah. saying, I have a clip I need to play these guys. Yep. And we'll do it after the match. Mm-hmm. And I think they need to hear it. Yeah. And uh, they basically show Regal's version of, uh, if I get killed, play this tape afterwards. Right. Um, yeah. You know, the, and uh, the old, the old, uh, Iron Eagle tape, if you will. Yeah. The, yeah. <laughs> and Lou Gossett Jr. gets shot down over the Baltic Sea. <laughs> Adam Baldwin puts in the tape. And he's like, if point. you're listening to this, yeah. it's because I got shot down. No, I'm dead. Yeah. Um, and it just explains, you know, there's nothing I have left to teach you guys. Right. Except for one thing, and that's always keep your eyes in the back mm-hmm. of your head. And, yeah. um, you know, you guys could do a much better job with Yuta than I mm-hmm. ever could. And, uh, you know, the real life thing is regal's done with the company right uh as of january he's going back to wwe uh tony khan had a ring of honor press conference the other day but that was the first thing he addressed was regal Mm -hmm. said you know regal wants to go back had a conversation with their pr lady or whatever Mm -hmm. saying please don't renew my contract at the end of the year he had had an extra year option and he said please don't said i want to go back to wwe i want to help train and coach my son mm-hmm. you know i want to help train you know the, the younger kids that's that's just right. what i want to do right i don't want to do the the on-screen thing right you know like the, mm-hmm. i just want to do this yeah um and tony khan talked about how he's been dealing with his mom's health issues mm-hmm. like tony khan's mother's health yeah. issues she had two strokes and yeah he said when they had their conversation it, it kind of like mm-hmm. hit him a little bit differently just saying like oh, yeah the guy's getting older you know, and this is what he wants to do, and right. why am I going to hold him up? You know, right. I, I, like you said, he goes, I have so much respect for him. And yeah, we had great terms, and yeah. you know, no problems or anything for sure. Uh, and he said, you know, he's not going back on screen. Right, he's, uh, for a year for, for, a for what the, of a year. The, the length of that option. He's not allowed to be an on-screen talent. And I feel like Regal is the type of guy where he would just. Even if they wanted him to be, he'd go, mm-hmm. no, nah, I'm not doing it. Yeah. Yeah, I, I think I think he he has some self-conscious about sort of what he did to his body where he can't be the, the on-screen guy that he wants to be. Sure. I think he holds himself to a higher standard. And while I think his stuff was really good, I think he probably wishes he could be in there scrapping a little bit and knows that he can't. And knows that, you know, he said it sort of in the beginning when he got there, like, he's on borrowed time a little bit. Yeah. So get he's the time with your son. major health issues. Yeah. <laughs> get, your, get, get your time with your son. It's very respectable of Tony Khan. Uh, you know, he could have bound him up and done whatever the fuck he wanted to do to stop it from happening. Uh, but that's not the game Tony Khan plays. No. And it's not like he had a three-year contract. You let him out of early or anything. This wasn't – he just said, please don't renew my option. Uh, you know, whatever. It's – uh. It's it's a very respectable, reasonable thing to do. Regal tweeted like a, a you know in another life he's like I'm always with you guys yeah. and he loves those guys. Oh, it's not about those course. guys. No. I, the rumors are gonna fly. I don't think it's about any of that. I think it's about time with his son, 
you know, in a behind-the-scenes role. And he sort of talked about, like, even on his podcast, like, he'd be at the arena at 10 o'clock, and whoever wants ring time, come have ring time, and I'll teach you. Yep. And that was his passion more than anything at this point, was trying to – he sees his legacy being what he can teach these young kids. And I think that's really smart. Uh, yeah. I don't know if his son's any good. I've never seen him work. Um, I know he was in the New Japan Dojo for a bit. Oh, yeah. But I, I, I've never seen him work. But – um. But yeah, that's that's you know that's what it is. It, it throws another wrench into Max's story and all that sort of stuff. It, it does, man. Um, but uh, but yeah, and and also like I pitched uh, on Twitter last night. I if you need to replace the Blackpool and you need another B for the BCC, uh, I think there's just one man you call, doot doot doot, and it becomes the Bad Street Combat Club because I've never been to Blackpool, but I know in Bad Street. The further down the block you go, the better it gets. That's true. So I don't think I'd want him around John Moxley with all of his vices, though. Well, that's true. Um, <laughs> what do you mean? Yeah. Hmm. Um, but yeah, I think it's interesting with Regal. Yeah. Um, you know, it wasn't a I fucking hated here, get right. me out of here type mm. deal. No matter how much EC3 wants to tell you that it is. Yeah. Um, even though he just got called out instantly was like no you're full of shit right like why the right. fuck would he go to you you know yeah. uh so you know good for regal i've always loved regal yeah. uh no matter what right. he's done mm-hmm. i think he's been one of the most underrated dudes for forever sure. for sure um i loved his AEW run mm-hmm. i thought it was so much yeah, fun it was really great he did he compete he contributed a lot i'm mad he never got to fuck excalibur yeah that hurts my heart that hurts his heart too i'm sure um i'm gonna miss that on commentary yes. you know because i it was so fucking goofy, right? And it just made me laugh every time. Yeah, uh, Mister Maniac, and yeah. Uh, yeah, good for Regal. Yeah, um, right. You know, and and a lot of the stuff was getting floated out again after the whole mm-hmm. punk stuff. What Blackpool Combat Club was supposed mm-hmm. to be? Yeah, you know, they were kind of supposed to be the the guys that were going to wrestle these young guys mm-hmm. and have it almost like an all japan type deal where yep. it was baba against mm-hmm. you know masawa kabashi right. kawada right. Using, using shiruda and yeah. tenru until until he leaves but uh jumbo and baba and these guys yeah. to, to to usher in a young class because they're going to need them and that's what they kind of wanted it yeah. to be was like yep. hey let's make stars out of these kids right. you know yuda obviously mm-hmm. paid huge dividends yeah. you know Yep. Um, then Jericho got his fucking greasy hands on Daniel Garcia um, because, you know, well, I'm on right. something. Um, right. And Moriarty is, and like they've positioned these guys and everything, right? So Yuda's yeah. with the Black Bull Combat Club. Uh, Moriarty is with the firm. Garcia's with Jericho. Like everybody's around their thing. Like they're in the position to be going up against these old guys, yeah. these older guys, and sort of learning, you know, iron sharpens iron kind of thing. So you could sort of see the framework that was there. It's just, yeah. you and know, it was work- the design remember, of the house got changed last remember minute. Remember how fucking awesome Yuta was, like, mm-hmm. when he wrestled Danielson? Yep. And then that when he bled buckets yes. against Mox and how fucking awesome it was. Right. Um, so part of me, I hope they get back to being able to do that yeah. a little bit. Yeah. I don't know, because mm-hmm. John Mox had to save their asses twice. Right. <laughs> um, right. So... I would kind of be like, hey, John, what do you want to do? Right. You know, after your vacation, yeah. please take a vacation. Please take a vacation. What do you want to right. do? 
One of the more interesting things that happened while I was watching the show is that Michelle weighed in on wrestling. And I usually get like one or two rants about how she hates wrestling a week when I have it on before she goes to bed. And she said how much she she appreciates uh, the Jericho Appreciation Society and the Blackpool Combat Club. She said because uh, when you look at the Blackpool Combat Club, they look like guys you'd want to talk to. And nobody can be cool being in a group called the Jericho Appreciation Society. It's true. She's like, you all just look like dorks. And then you're like, oh, I'm a member of the Jericho Appreciation Society. Yeah. And they're like, get out of here, you jackass. Uh, it, it just works for them being like bad guys because nobody seems cool hanging out with Chris Jericho. Yeah. So. You're not wrong. Yeah. Um, anything, final things about Regal? Or? Nope. I got nothing else. All right. Uh, I wish him well. I'll miss seeing him. Uh, but I get it. It was a blast. I get it. I went back and watched the clip of when he first showed up at uh, what was it, Revolution or whatever. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That crowd was going nuts when he fucking paintbrushed Mox and Danielson. You uh-huh. know, like oh, it was so fucking yep. great. And yep, for sure, uh, yeah, it bums me out. But hey, if it's what he wants, I, I right. totally get it. Exactly. Uh, next up, I have the six woman tag. Yeah, we had a House of Black vignette. I hate Jimmy yeah. Hater sit down. Uh, but yeah, the. Uh, Jade and the Baddies. Yeah. Against Sky Blue, mm-hmm. Madison Rain, and Kiara Hogan. Kiara Hogan, yes. Uh, this was a match. Yep. <laughs> it's just. Uh, this was a this match. This was a match. Also very interesting because they added it to Jade's total of undefeated streak. And they sure did. Because they're fast tracking that shit to 50 so they can get that belt off of her. Yeah, you would think so. <laughs> it's absolutely what the fuck yeah. they're doing. Jade still just absolutely jumps off the TV Yeah, screen. absolutely. Oh, it does not God. matter how good or or, or bad just she is huge in that ring. Just star yeah, yeah. fucking power and quality. Yeah. It's insane. I thought they like kicked Kira Hogan out of the baddies to try and build her up as a legit competitor against Jade because she doesn't have any competition. Uh, but then when you tag her up with Madison Rain, I'm like, oh no, they're just wasting you. Yeah, Madison Rain, who who obviously did not want to be in this fucking match and put in no effort yeah. and like on the pin was just fucking boo boo face bored, <laughs> and then like got pinned and then just rolled out of the ring and walked away like the yeah. fuck out of here. Boo boo face Jones. Uh, but I do like that that Taz on commentary was like red velvet sky blue. They're both about colors. Sure was. So um, yeah, main event time. Main event. Uh, AEW Tag Titles, The Acclaimed versus FTR. Yes. Uh, I thought this match was fucking excellent. Yeah, it was awesome. Great tag team wrestling. Crowd yeah. was super into it the whole time. Yeah. Legit one of those, I don't know what way they're going to go. Uh, really? Uh, yeah. Oh, a couple falsies really got me. The one big rig one I think they hit. I was convinced. Yeah. Um, uh, it's in, it was It's really cool. Uh, how do I put this? Uh, it's been really cool watching the acclaimed become great. Oh, sure. Because uh, I wasn't always sold. No, you weren't. And they got me. And they're doing the right things. But sort of the one thing I was like, yeah, they're real funny. I like the raps. I like the gimmick. I get it. And they're fine in the ring. Swer- Swervenly was good. Uh, they did, did did that twice, didn't they? Yeah. Uh, they've had good matches, but I was like, yeah, they're good. Bowens is the better worker. Sure. Caster's okay. Whatever. Uh, and watching a match like this, and like the fact that they can hang with FTR in a tag match, and they, I think they did a little more than hang in this match. I'm like, okay, yeah, all right. I, I still, I still need to see it. Uh, the, you know, let's see what you could do with a lesser team because. You and I could probably get in there and pull something off with FTR. I don't know. We can give him five minutes. But, um, yeah, it's been really fun 
sort of uh, the acclaim, and a lot of people feel this way. A lot of people talk about it, but like very natural, uh, very you know original home star for AEW. They are. And a lot of people uh, are like me and like didn't get it, didn't like it, and then got interested and then loved it, and now are like fuck yeah, these guys are amazing. Uh, and that's that's a, a, a rarer than it should be in professional wrestling. Yeah, they're great. They really are. They are absolutely yep. great. And uh, I love seeing them succeed. Yeah. Um, I've been a big acclaimed dude for a while, so super happy about it. Yeah. It's crazy that they were just thrown together as at a taping. That's that's nuts. You know, they never teamed before, just thrown together at a taping, and that was it. Yep. Um, and they're fucking so much fun, and may or may not be moving the most merch in the company currently. It's possible. (laughs) Um, they're awesome, and they, they have such like that crossover appeal almost yeah. um yeah no, i thought the match was fucking so good yeah man ftr really is so fucking good really though. good like, not event. taking anything yeah. away from the acclaim but really good. man ftr is good yeah for sure um and then afterwards they all scissor yep and uh, the uh, ass boys get on the tron. i was so upset i was like please don't end the show on these guys you are killing the momentum of this i shit. thought that they were gonna say we're challenging you at right. final battle this saturday yeah and it was just going to be a wet fart. Right. Right. I was so worried that, that yeah. was out there. I'm like, uh-uh. But instead, DJ. Yes. My dear friend. Yeah. Uh, we get announced for this Saturday for the Ring of Honor Tag Team Championships. We do. Round three. Yes. Of FTR versus the Briscoes. Well, them boys. We're not allowed to say their name. I'll say it. The okay. Briscoes in a double dog collar Yes. Match. Oh boy! <laughs> uh, listen, all I'm going to say is that uh, one, I think, I think the Briscoes take them titles. I think, I think FTR's had it for long enough. They could, especially if Tony Khan does have an announcement after this. But um, after the show, uh, here, Dax, I know you're listening, buddy. And I know, I know that you're uh, cash, cash look great in this match. Uh, but Dax is the guy I need to talk to. Dax the Axe. Dax, uh, Dax Shepard. What's his name? Dax. No, that's an actor. That is Dax the Hardwood. Dax Hardwood. Um, you like your tributes. We see it all over the place. We you do your Bret Hart tributes. You do your this guy and that guy they tributes. Do them great. Do they great do them great. Yep, great. They job. do it awesome. Not taking anything away from not them. at all. You I you I love your tributes too. So here's what I want you to tribute. I want you to bleed out your ears mm-hmm. in this dog collar match. Yep. Uh, I want you to have a little talk with either Briscoe that you want to have the talk with and say, listen. For the business, for my love of professional wrestling, and for the honor of a dog collar match, I'm going to need one of you two guys to bust my eardrum. Yep. And I got to bleed out my ears. Uh, I better see it. I, it's it, I, You know what? I, I, you can even just tell me you busted the eardrum. Yeah. It doesn't even have to happen. Just fucking gig your ear. Yep. But you got to bleed out your ear hole. It's the way it is. It's a dog collar match. You got to bleed out yep. that ear hole. Don't let me down, Dax. Don't let me. You like your tributes. I like your tributes. Let's do one. Let's do one more. One I need. More. I need. Bleed uh, out your ears. I need quadruple color. Oh, uh, if there's not quad, uh, um, I'm asking for a refund. Yes, I need. If there's not, who has? Who's full, carrying this thing? Bleacher Report. Is Bleacher Report <laughs> uh, for real right now? If there's not, qua- if yeah. there's not quadruple blood in this match, I'm tweeting at Bleacher Report for a refund. Yeah, I there just, might be. Septuple blood? Uh, there might be. I don't know what, <laughs> what, what comes be. after quadruple. I don't even know. Septuple six. I don't I, know what. I need, I need a ref. Right. I need, I need Rick Abani to right. fucking hit right. a gusher. I need the ref, the ring announcer, <laughs> the commentary team. Coast to coast, right. brother. Right. You get fucking ring crew out there to fucking bleed. 
Everybody's got to bleed. Uh, in the words of our friend Jenna, I just hope that the budget went up this week for the orange juice and the aspirin. That's right. That's all I'm saying. Absolutely. Just, just walk in the back and where there was once salads and healthy grain bowls and whatever else anybody wants to have is just orange juice and aspirin on a table. Yeah. Do it right. God damn, I can't fucking wait. It's going to be so sick. Right. Um, so, yeah, that was uh, that was all of what we watched. Well, all we watched, new wrestling. True, because we had a watch list. I feel first like this, time in a long time, I right? Just, yeah, I feel like this is the first time in a... Feels like the first time. <laughs> um, so, we decided since it is December, there is a typically uh, December pay-per-view tradition yes. in the world of world championship wrestling. Yeah. So, we decided, you know what? Let's watch some matches from Starcade. Uh, do you know why there's two R's in Starcade? No. Well, me either. I was just wondering. Nah. That, damn it. Now nah, it's going to fucking right? bother me. Why is that? I did see that there was like a video game for like the Atari called Starcade with one R. Mm, that could Maybe be it. that. that but I was like, it. that's kind of weird. But all right. That could be Whatever. it though. Whatever. So uh, we'll just go in random order here. Okay. I went chronological. We can go random. Okay. Let's go random. Okay. So from WCW Starcade 1996. Oh, okay, I'm glad you picked this one first because I watched a second match on this show. Coming to you live from the Municipal Auditorium in beautiful Nashville, Tennessee. Yes. For the WCW World Cruiserweight and J-Crown titles. Yeah. You have the Ultimo Dragon mm-hmm. going up against Dean Malenko. Dino Machino, Stinko Malenko. So this... Went over 18 minutes. Yeah, this was this was an almost 20 minute opener. This is the first match on the card. Yes, um, Ultimo Dragon. Yeah, gets for the J Crown gets the win and the Cruiser title. Absolutely. Uh, this is uh, Ultimo gains a ninth belt here. This is the yes, this is the ninth belt. Uh, yeah. Uh, listen, uh, I don't know that these guys ever had a bad match whenever they met up. No, uh, but this might be the best one. This was awesome. This is probably their best match. Yeah, uh, when I. Was going through my whole uh, Dean Malenko 96-97 rewatch. Yeah. I remember watching this match and being blown away by it. Yeah. And I was still kind of blown away by yeah, it. Yeah, it's pretty incredible. Uh, match aside, though, I want to I talk about two things really quick up front. Dusty Rhodes on commentary. Uh, well, no, that's oh, coming That's coming in a bit. Uh, Sonny Ono, in my mind, mm-hmm. shooting on Vince McMahon uh, at the beginning of this match says... What am I going to do with the ninth belt? Maybe I'll use it to hold up my pants. Uh-huh. Hilarious. Yep. Not, not actually anything to do with Vince, but, you know, the whole, <laughs> it's a title, not a belt, whatever. It's a title, pal. Uh, and uh, we've probably addressed it before. It bothers me every time it's brought up. The fucking Bruce Lee story. Oh, yeah. Listen, <laughs> ultimate dragon, ultimo dragon. Mike Tenay has to explain this to every I new asshole. Every new asshole that joins the commentary table. <laughs> Tanae has to fucking explain this because everybody messes it up. Because nobody knows to say Ultimate or Ultimo. Dusty's fucking confused. Dude, a um, few things bring me much joy in life than Dusty on a Cruiserweight Dusty match. on a Cruiserweight is the best. Uh, I have Dusty on the next match. Did you know what the next match was? I did, yes. Okay. Du- I have some Dusty quotes from that one here. But uh, they say Ultimo Dragon, meaning the last dragon, was because he was the last disciple of Bruce Lee. Bruce Lee died in 1973. Ultimo Dragon was seven years old. <laughs> I understand that you, he's under a mask, hey, so you can say whatever fucking age you want he is. And yes, you can start martial arts at whatever age. Uh, probably, you know, probably four years old. People sure. start, you know, whatever. Uh, but 
It's the dumbest fucking story. <laughs> uh, I'm glad it eventually goes away. It's so f- the math on it is so fucking bad. Uh, and like he also just throws some kicks. You're exposing the biz. It just drives me fucking insane. <laughs> Even as a kid, I was like, "That's fucking stupid." Uh, the math does not work out. Uh, there's no way that's real. Um, but uh, yeah, but the match is uh, fucking incredible. Uh, everything is smooth. It's so good, man. Uh, all the transitions are great. Uh, it's almost like these guys are all timers or knew what the fuck they were doing in the ring. When so Malenko hits Dragon with the tombstone. Yes, it's gross. And when Dragon kicks out uh-huh. and the crowd is like going bonkers for it. Yep. Oh, it's so good, yep, man. For sure. Um. Yeah, I could watch these two wrestle yeah, all day. Absolutely. And I love the multiple Dragon one with the Tiger Suplex. Yeah. That right? was cool because yeah. you don't really see that all the time no, back no, then. Time, you know? yeah, yeah. I mean, back then it's like the lower impact moves. Yeah, mm-hmm. they were finishers, which yeah. kind of miss sometimes. Sure. Like uh, apparently, Indy Hartwell got bullied out of using the superplex as a finisher mm-hmm. in NXT. Lame. Superplex is fucking Super, great move. Proper superplex is an impressive looking move. Absolutely. Not this. Your opponent's on the top rope. You're on the second. It's the both on the top. That's how it works. Absolutely. Yeah, it's an impressive. Move. Who didn't? Didn't somebody? Didn't Barry Windham oh, use Barry that? Windham. Barry uh, Windham used it. Was uh, it Windham? Cowboy Bob. Cowboy Bob. He was a superplex okay, guy. There you go. Because so. I remember Randy was using it for a little yeah. bit. Um, I always love a superplex, for real. It looks gross uh, every time. But yeah, Ultimo, and I like the idea, the thing about with with Dean and Ultimo and a couple of those other guys was that, like, the storytelling in the ring was, like, they didn't need a finisher because they would wear you out yeah. or eventually come up with a hold that you wouldn't have an out of. Yeah. And that's how it sort of works here. Yeah, man. Um, people... Tend to forget how over Malenko was. Yeah, oh at yeah. This time, you know, he always gets He's like, like one of those dudes that li- people like to drag him for not having a personality yeah. and all that sort of shit. I was just shit. about to say he always gets ragged on for yeah. that. And I know Bret Hart said he was like, "Oh, he was a little guy," you know, yeah. but like super popular man, fucking wrestler. Yeah, oh yeah, and super over at the time. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. So, did you watch the next match? Or I did. Two matches. Just the next match. Okay. You watched the next two. I did. Okay. So the next match on this card is Akira Hakuto versus Medusa for the WCW women's title to, for the, to be the first winner. Uh, Brett, how many people held this title? One. Two. Okay. Who's that? Was Medusa the other one? Uh, no. Uh, Akira Hakuto, uh, I forget. I looked it up. Uh, was it? No, it wasn't Cutie Suzuki. It was It was another Japanese lady. Uh, Akira, uh, Akira goes back to Japan. They strip her of it. Yeah, and then uh, another woman gets it, and then it within a year it is vacated and, and destroyed. I'm wondering if it was Cutie Suzuki. That name is popping out to me. I remember I she worked some WCW. Uh, hold on. Uh, it is find it, brother. Uh, no, Devil Masami. Okay, all right. Is the is the last? Uh, yeah, the last WCW Women's Champion. Yeah, imagine like. Akira Hakuto winning this and then like just immediately gets abandoned. Right. WC was just like, ah, fuck that. Yep. We don't care. So uh Medusa looks terrible here. Uh but terrible I terrible or enhanced. Right. Well, so uh I, I, Akira Hakuto wins with Northern Lights Bomb. Uh, her husband is out with her. Uh who's her husband? Kintsuke Sasaki. Very good. So I got some quotes here. Okay. So uh Dusty Rhodes says uh, at one point, Hakato is biting Medusa on the foot. And Dusty Rhodes says, uh, She's biting the foot! She's biting the foot, Tony! 
She bite the foot, and Nick Patrick ain't doing nothing but fixing his britches. <laughs> uh, and this is heel referee double earring Nick oh, Patrick. Oh, like goatee. Yeah. Nick, oh, yeah. Uh, and Dusty is so mad <laughs> that he's fixing his pants instead of calling the biting. Then Medusa hits a DDT, and Dusty says, ooh, right on her nappy head. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> and then Stagger Lee oh, yeah. on commentary says, oh, Hakuto and her husband train and share holds. And Dusty says, I bet that's not all they're sharing, daddy. <laughs> <laughs> and we all, so know, cool. we all know. We all know. The famous story. The famous yep. story. Where the two of them may or may not have woken up a whole hotel one night. Right. <laughs> With their extracurricular activities. Uh-huh. So Dusty goes, I bet that's not all this sharing, daddy. Oh uh, is so funny. Dusty on Cruiserweight commentary is amazing. Dusty on this was fantastic as well. Dusty's the best. Uh, the match is fine. Medusa looks like it, dog it's, shit. Yeah, uh, but, not ha- but Hakuto gets the like the gear with the little oxygen mask thing. Dude, I always thought, even cool when I was a shit. kid, I thought that was like the yeah. craziest looking thing yeah, ever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and she's a real badass, great cool. fucking professional wrestler. So one of one of the best, to be honest. Yeah. Um so you didn't watch the match after I this? I did not, no. Okay. So I knew what it was. Okay. It was Liger versus Mysterio. Oh, uh, okay, yeah. Liger wins. Yeah. Um I wanted to watch this because it's nineteen ninety six WCW and your first three matches are all right. Japanese people. Right. Winning. Yeah. Like that's true. God, I miss that. Yeah. I miss WCW. Again. Just for like the crossover, right. man. That's, like fuck, it was so cool. Right. Once like this, once this all folds under, we'll we'll start the the mid card was the best card. The the story of WCW's cruiserweight yeah. division. Dude, the match is great. Um yeah. it's like uh also I watched it because they have the Ray Mysterio Elite in this gear from this match. Oh yeah. The uh black and white split. Oh, okay. That's, that's the that gear match. he wears. Okay. Yeah. That's and cool. they have that elite and I have that elite, yeah. so um. Yeah. Great. It's a fun match, though. Not yeah, as yeah. good as Dragon Malenko. No, but I, I know but the match. It's good. It's really good, yeah, man. Yeah, yeah. Um. So we'll go to uh, nineteen eighty-eight okay. Starcade True right, Grit, spelled with two with T's. Two T's. Right. What's up with the double letters? Starcade with two R's. It's fucking it's weird. True Grit with two T's. Coming to you live from the Norfolk Scope in Norfolk, Virginia. Yes. Which is wild because Raw just ran there like a couple weeks ago. That's funny. So that's crazy. Like yep. That building's still running wrestling. I mm-hmm. I love that. Yeah, that's awesome. Um. So the main event of the show was. For the NWA World Heavyweight title, and the title can change hands via DQ. Yes. Ric Flair. Yeah. Going up against Lex Luger. Uh, so Lex Luger's music, and this is this is the last year I think it was branded NWA. I think it's still NWA here. It's still NWA. Um, Luger's music fucking rules yeah. here. Yeah. He goes through like six WCW music. He had a lot of music. Uh, but his music here fucking rules. Uh, and on commentary, they comment on Lex Luger's physique and say that he's down 13 pounds from focusing on his diet. Uh, and I was like, you sons of bitches. Uh, focusing on the diet, <laughs> well, eh? I know what that means. Sure. I um, like the cover-up for it, though. It's a good reason. Yeah, you right. Know? Uh, this is the sort of quintessential chicken shit Ric Flair match. Uh, he does it expertly in this match because, uh, I've, I've never been a Luger fan, I'm not necessarily a Luger sucks guy. Yeah. But I've just, he never did it for me. Yeah. Uh, you know, he always looked great. I remember, like, my first Luger experience was the the Narcissus. 
yeah. uh, as Bobby the Brain Heenan would say. The narcissist. The narcissist. Um, that's my first ever Luger. And it's like, oh, yeah, the dude looks like a million bucks. But, mm-hmm. like, by that time in WWF, he was even less a wrestler than he ever yeah. was. Uh, but he's, he holds his own here. But it, the, the match is enhanced by Flair masterfully chicken, chicken shitting himself for 25 minutes. You know, I, I thought of this match. I thought of a conversation that you, Doug, and I had a couple weeks ago mm-hmm. where you were saying, like, was Ric Flair really that good? Right. And this is a match where I'd point and go, yep. Yes. Sure and is. Sure so was. But in context of that conversation, we were talking about it. And, like, everybody knows Ric Flair. Everybody's seen everything Ric Flair. We watch Ric Flair all the fucking time. Sure. And Ric Flair, rightfully so, if you're talking best ever, he should be in your top five. Yeah. Um, But I was like, I'm fascinated by his opponents because we – had uh, watched him Harley. Yeah, well, we were talking about on, him and we Harley. We were on add-ons yeah. talking about him, him and Harley. Yeah. And I was like, I've seen Ric Flair my whole life. I'm more interested in, in what Harley Race brings to this match. I'm more interested in Flair's opponents that helped build Flair to the person that he becomes, right? Because wrestling isn't, isn't a solo sport. And Flair, the legend of Flair builds throughout the 80s until it explodes in the 90s. And beyond, right? And he's huge in the he explodes in the eighties and continues to it's more more appropriately. It explodes in the eighties, builds through the late eighties, and continues yeah. to explode into the nineties. Yeah. But like I was like, I want to see who are the guys that helped him get there because he doesn't get there. If 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 at any point in Ric Flair's career, Harley Race said that doesn't work for me, brother. Uh-huh. Ric Flair's not champion. No. It, the, Ric Flair is not a man to stop yeah. Harley Race. You know, like. So I was like, just saying, like I was so much more interested in the guys that got Flair to the legend that Flair becomes. Yeah, and wasn't saying that Flair wasn't good. I'm not saying that Flair wasn't his legend. I just sort of never looked at it from that angle. Uh, and watching this match, how good it is with a guy who, I mean, honestly, couldn't shine Harley Race's boots. Yeah, uh, Flair is just that fucking good, especially yeah. at this era. I think this 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 is the sweet spot. Right, uh, the year after he's having the greatest feud of all time with with Terry Funk, and then two years, three years, he's in WWF doing that fucking run there as a real world's champion, uh, and then he's back in WCW with a haircut and everything. He's uh-huh, you know yeah. resting his laurels a little bit. Uh, fire me, I'm already fired. <laughs> but not that he's not great, but like this is flair. This, this is prime. This is flair. flair. Uh, oh, what is he? The green robe in this one, like yep, that olive yep, green, yep, green robe. robe. Like this is this is quality flair. I love the fucking finish. Uh, Flair's working Luger's leg the whole time, dude. So that's the thing. Like I agree, I love this finish. Yeah, this finish is awesome. Luger has him up in the torture rack. The knee gives out, and like Flair flips and pins him. Yep, so it fucking his, good, puts his, man. Puts his feet up on the ropes right what over the referee's head. Finish, Perfect. dude. It's like, perfectly timed. It's perfectly placed. And that was the thing, not to go back to uh, World of Hurt. <laughs> oh, boy. The Lance Storm on that first episode when they're doing the lockup drills, everybody keeps getting out of the center of the ring. And he keeps moving them back. And, like, no, you got to know where you are. And that's such an important fundamental. Yeah. And when you look at this, this finish doesn't work if Luger isn't aware of where he gets Flair up from the torture rack and does that couple of steps to show the crowd, hey, I got him yeah. up. You know, I have him coming. 
and just to turn at that right angle, this finish doesn't work if Flair's not perfectly positioned. If the ref's not perfectly under him so Flair can put the legs up over the top, like, none of this works if not everybody's in, in perfect place. Uh, it is it is a great finish. Uh, and if I was AEW, uh, I would be making a copy of this match and on any format you possibly could, of all the formats, and just put them in a box, hand them to MJF, and say, fucking Dude. learn. This is why our best friends because I'm literally fucking sitting here thinking that I was like, Learn. once you were done talking, I was gonna be like, this is what this is right. a finish that Max could benefit right. from. Give him like it's such a because you know I, the match is well known, right? But it's not like no. like if you talk, hey, show me a Ric Flair match. This isn't going to be your go to. Nope. You know, no, because people are going to see Luger. They'd rather see some of the other exactly. matches. You're going to see Steamboat. You're going to see Macho. You're yeah. going to see Flair. You're going Sting. to see Stinger. You're going to see Harley. Yeah, like you're not. You're going to see Dusty. You're not. Yeah. You're not necessarily coming here. And, like, I would get a VHS, a fucking Laserdisc, a DVD, <laughs> a, a fucking beta. Blu-ray, a beta, fucking put it on audio cassette, uh, burn it to a PSP, fucking disc. Uh, right, <laughs> anything. So that wherever Max is, whatever format he fucking has, he yeah. can put this shit in and watch. Because this is what he needs to do. And this is what he's not going to do it as well. Nobody's probably going to ever do it as well. No. But this is what he needs to do. This is who he needs to be. This is the important chicken shit heel part. You yep. got to do that. Yeah, like and it, Flair is masterful at it. Yeah, if he would model like his run as a heel champ after like this type of Flair, yep, it'd be great. Right, you know, it's just in ring he'd be exactly. great. Right, and then he comes up against Eddie Kingston. Eddie Kingston brings out a guy dressed like MJF in the Burberry, takes off the jacket, and reveals that MJF has a yellow stripe up his back. <laughs> Perfect. I mean, hey, he's a coward. Eddie Kingston is. Uh, yes. Maybe he'll be MJF's Terry Funk. It could be. I'm not saying MJF is ever going to get the Ric Flair no. levels, but you no. Know, but everybody I... can use Terry Funk. Yeah. Uh, so the last match from yes. WWE Starcade '92 Battle Bowl slash the Lethal Lottery. Yeah. Coming to you live from the Omni. Yeah. In Atlanta, Georgia. Mm-hmm. The King of Cable Tournament Finals. Yes. Stinger. Uh huh. Versus Big Van Vader with Harley Race yes. at his side, seven-time real world champion. <laughs> uh, one of my all-time favorite Vader looks with the do rag. So, dude, this is my first no. So ever we've gotten so many Vader action figures, right? Dude, we got the what, white cape. Where is it? We got the Japanese with the Mastodon. We got the red mask. We got the we black got mask. Time, yep. We got Vader time. You know, we got the all black gear. We got the the red with Vader time on it. We got the red maybe with a little bit of purple. I don't know if we ever made that no, one. Never got the purple. I never one. got that nope. one. But like, you got Japanese Vader. You got different heads. You got whatever Vader you want, except for one. It's <laughs> fucking do rag Vader. <laughs> the fact that they just reissued that Vader, like whatever oh, the, the, uh, the yeah the, the Vader the, time the, one yeah. the, the, the Vader time Legends yeah. one. No, 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 no. We need nope. Do-Rag Vader. <laughs> if we can get Warbonnet Hogan or, or Desert Storm Hogan. We need Do-Rag Vader. Right? Did you see the video of Hogan, somebody, of Makina showing him to Desert Storm and Hogan's like, you didn't. Yeah, <laughs> he was. He's like, really? Yeah. And he's like, he's like, oh my God, so many crazy looks. He goes, you know what though? He goes, you know, I have a lot of people like asking me about like, you know, me and my Japan days and they yeah. want to figure that. And Makina's like, I think we can make that work. <laughs> um, like the silver boots. But we need Do-Rag Vader. Absolutely. Uh, make it a two-pack. Do-Rag Vader with Harley. Oh, manager give Harley. Me manager Harley. Oh. Uh, with the tight, light curls. Yeah. Like the light blonde curls. Uh, yeah. This uh, cigarette hanging yeah, out of his mouth the, with the right, ash reel long. With the ash reel long. And I told that motherfucker. 
Uh, yeah, Durag Vader is such a special fucking look, man. Uh, Dude, he's I coming like, out, he's doing the fingers. I forgot about Durag Vader. He comes Vader. out, and I just started busting out. One time look. One time look. That's all you need. That's all you need. That's all you fucking need. Right. One time look. Makina, let's go, right. brother. Durag Vader all the way. Also, underrated sting color pattern in this. Yeah, for like sure. The, like, like the, almost like the North Carolina Tar Heel mm-hmm. blue and the yeah. white. Underrated. Yeah. Uh, Very and underrated. And then this match is kind of, uh, maybe Vader should have been brought up on charges. Dude. <laughs> All right. So this is why when I was watching Samojo Darby Allen last yeah. night, I'm going, Jesus Christ, this is Sting Vader. Uh-huh. Vader is beating the absolute tar out right. of Sting in this yeah, match. Yeah, I mean, just, just, just talk shit. Just um, beating the dog shit out of him. I always love Sting and Vader together. Yeah, they're great. I think these are some of Sting's Probably Vader's best be- matches. Vader's biggest, best rival. In, in the States, at least. I would say so. Uh, you know, Cactus gives him a run. Yeah. Flair gives him a run. Yeah, he's had great matches, but I think him and Sting... They, him and Sting had, like, a trilogy. I think, I think him and Sting made each other better than the other guys did. Yeah, you like, know I know they had that match... I think it was Great American Bash 92 or Bash 93, I forget. Yeah. And it's fucking killer. Yeah. Um, I always love these two as opponents, though. Yeah, for sure. Um, I thought that they just... They meshed so well. Mm-hmm. Sting was such a good, like, babyface fight from underneath. Yeah. Vader, a legit monster. He had no choice but to fight underneath from like, against Vader. Dude, when right. I, and I loved on commentary, I love Jesse on commentary, yeah. too, because this is Jesse Ventura, WCW, uh-huh. which is great. Right. Um, wearing a Malcolm X hat. Fuck yeah. Uh, I loved when Vader was just clubbering Sting in the yeah. corner, and he's going, this is like Ollie Joe Frazier, you know, yeah. like, he's just trying to yep. get him to punch out. And Sting got him to punch out. Uh-huh. And he got him to punch out, but then Vader got the upper hand again. Yeah, right. And I love, again, another, I love the finish. Vader going for the big cross body off the middle rope. Sting just uh, fucking flipping him power the, slam. The like, fact, oh. Throughout this whole match, but the fact, of, the fact of that finish, that Sting, even, you know, it's not, it's a 13-minute match, some 12, yeah, it's, 13 it's minutes. it's not long. Um, the fact that he's able to move, yeah, yeah, 16 minutes, move yeah. Vader around like he did. Is 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 such a remarkable thing, and like, and of course, Vader's not moving around unless Vader wants to move. But like, just throughout the whole match, Sting's moving him around the ring a little bit, sort of, you know, get getting a little bit here and there, and it's really kind of cool to see. And then at the end, like, and I know it's just, it, I understand how wrestling works. It's Vader doing the flip and just sure. setting himself up. But the fact that Sting can catch him and not die from like, it's like catching a Volkswagen bus yeah. being thrown off a cliff at you, like, and just the just the catch and turn. Because it's tight, there's not space there. It's you know they they do it. He, he steps up. He's not afraid of it. Just moving Vader. This is this is meaty Vader. This is like the real fucking mastodon of a man, yeah. Vader here. Um, you know, like it, toward you know you you go into and he still had really good matches, but you crawl up closer to to 2000. Sure. And like he still looks real big, but he's the it's a little loopier. The fat's a little loopier yeah. on him. This is he looks fat, but he's rock solid. It's yep. all muscle. Yeah, he's just a beast of a man. Uh, and Sting again, Sting also bulked up. Big, so a, big guy like, Stinger here. You always forget that Sting was a big, big fucking dude. guy. <laughs> big dude traps up to his ears. Big dude. Yeah. Uh, it is you know like again he, you know it, it takes a lot to carry that weight around. So like. Uh, Crow Stinger got a little lighter and a little lighter and, you know, yeah. a little lighter still. Sure. And then, like, you know, in, like, TNA, he's a, he's a slender man. He looks yeah. good. He's still in shape. Still yeah, in great shape. 
Uh, but this is still bodybuilder staying thrown around just a fucking giant dude. Yeah. Uh, yeah, and they're they're great rivals. They're great opponents for one another. I think Sting would say that, too. I think Sting has said that, too. Yeah, Sting has gone on record yeah. saying how much he loved wrestling. So, later. yeah. And Foley, too. Like, I know there's all the... For, for all the Shawn Michaels stories, listen, we all know Shawn Michaels is a fucking liar. Uh, we know. I, I I will admit that Vader's gloves probably fucking stank, and they sure. walk off on their own. Absolutely. But Foley and Sting both have nothing but praise for him as a wrestler and a guy. Uh, and I always giggle when everybody calls him Leon because it's funny. Yeah. But, I, I always yeah. laugh when we talk about the you know the Shawn Michaels Vader incident, mm-hmm. and Doug is always like, "I wish I could just go back in time and be like." Just smack Vader, like kill this motherfucker, <laughs> right. murder him. Right? Do you know who you are? <laughs> like, no fuck business. You take him out. Right. Like, don't let him get away with that. No. Shit. Right. Fuck. Imagine the wrestling world if, if Vader just decided to just pop Shawn Michaels' head off. Ooh, that'd be so sick. Lose more than his smile that day. I'll tell God you that much. Damn it. Would have made those Marines look like fucking Girl Scouts. <laughs> um. So out of the three, what was your? I. I how would you rank them? Oh. Uh, I always forget to ask this question. Yeah. So. Well, it's been a while since we've done a thing. Yeah. Uh, that's hard because they're so very different. Uh, I like that too. They're all very different, yeah. but they're not that far apart. They all happen in yeah. the span of eight years. Uh, personal preference ranking because that's I guess that's the only way you can really rank anything. Sure. Uh, Ultimo Dino as my number one. Flair Luger my number two. Sting Vader my number three. Um, just because I think... Ultimo and Dean flow so well, and it's it, it's one of the high points of that WCW Cruiserweight division. Uh, Flair Luger second because of the masterful performance by Flair. Uh, doesn't get the number one because Luger is there. <laughs> he's he's fine and he's good. Yeah, he holds his own. He holds his own, but he doesn't uh, elevate. Uh, and Sting Vader just because it's a little less stakes than the rest of them. Um, and while it's a really good match and I do like the storytelling, uh, this is, this might be the hardest, like three we've ever watched to rank, uh, because these are, I mean, these, they're all really fucking good, but that's how I would go. Um, I'm actually going reverse order. Okay. I'm going Sting Vader number one. Okay. Um, I always love these dudes together. Like I said, I thought they had the, some of the best chemistry. Mm Mm-hmm. And I just love that, uh, you know, Sting is a giant man, but he looks like a baby next he to does. Vader. Yes. And Sting fighting from underneath at this time, man. Mm-hmm. Surfer Sting, incredible. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I, I agree. Luger, Flair, number two. Pretty much for every, everything you said as well. Uh, you know, Flair just. Mm-hmm. And I was, it, I, I'm happy this we watched this match what we did because we just did have that conversation about the Flair. Mm-hmm. So it kind of like resets and you go, oh, yeah. yeah right. right. <laughs> he was that fucking good. Right. You know, like. Yeah. Uh, and then I'll go Ultimo Dean number three. Okay. Um, and, and again, that's not taking anything away from it. It's yeah. just I thought the first two matches were like yeah. just fucking incredible. This was also incredible. Um, but it's also a match that like, I, you know. You've seen a bunch, sure. At the same time, mm-hmm. but yeah, I'll go with that number three, but right. not taking anything away from it. Okay. Thought it was a ton of fun. Right. Three great matches, yeah. Man. Three awesome. I had matches. fun watching these. Yeah, this for, was for sure. This was a blast for sure. Uh, so next week we're not going to watch anything because we got Ring of Honor on Saturday. We're going to watch that live. And um, maybe maybe the <laughs> the Iron Horse of in the Sky Championship. <laughs> Roundup match I on NXT. I wish it was Iron Horse in the Sky. That'd be cool. That'd be fucking awesome. Uh, yeah, we're the maybe... Iron Man, King of the Road, 
bunkhouse yeah. brouhaha. Yeah. Um, Joey, yeah so. Joey Jojo Jr. Shabadoo match of the night. I don't know what it is. <laughs> Jesus Christ. What it is. I guess we're... We'll see. We'll see. We'll see what, what I want to see the cluster with which it is. Yeah, I kind of want to see it be a train wreck. Yeah. And also, I'm curious if New Day's going to win the NXT tag Yeah, titles. super weird. Uh, so, yeah, we're going to be watching that. Yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, really, the schedule coming up, I mean, I don't want to, you know, jump ahead and plan out the rest of the year. No. But, Only a couple weeks left. Um, you know, we have three shows after this, and the 29th, you know... I feel it's just going to be more of like a year in review yeah, show. Yeah, we'll do the year in review. Not going to be some, unless like something major happens during yeah, that right. uh, week, you know. But other than that, you know. Yeah, Fine uh, stuff. We may get a watch list or two in here we'll in, in between. See what we're doing. We'll, we'll see how it's going. Yeah, so. yeah. Um, But yeah, I mean, I don't know. Did you buy anything this week? Uh, I tried to buy something this week uh, and was... Uh, I don't want to say turned away, but uh, I'm not going to reveal what it is because it's a secret. But um, I'll I'll pick it back up because it's something that I that I need to get. You got turned away? Yeah, uh, but you can't ever find out about it, so don't worry about it. God damn. Uh, and uh, no, I bought that Beta Ray Bill Marvel Select, which is awesome, but nothing wrestling related that I know of. Did LVAC tickets? Was that like two weeks ago? That's, that's a while ago. That was a while ago. Yeah. <laughs> um, then, Time's flying by. Yeah, for sure, man. Uh, no, I don't believe I bought anything. So I bought the Storm Collectibles Minoru Suzuki that yes. went up. About the, the standard version. Yes, the jacked up Liver King Minoru Suzuki. Fuck yeah. Hey, listen, go, go watch him in Noah. He was a little bit of a chunky boy. He wasn't that boy. big. He wasn't that beefed he was, up. He was a chunky boy. That's, uh, hey, listen. It's an, action, it, it, it's an action figure. That's fucking. That's what it's supposed to look. He didn't have Brian Cage veins popping out of his legs. Maybe, maybe he should. Maybe. Um, so I bought that. I bought the standard version just because. Yeah. I want the classic Minoru Suzuki look. Right. Um, maybe one day get the chase. I always yeah. liked him with the white gear, but mm-hmm. if it's Suzuki, I just kind of you know yeah. want the standard right now. That's how I was with when I bought the Storm Collectibles Liger. I bought the one of yeah. him like in the classic mm-hmm. gear, and then I have one of him in the all black gear yeah. too. But. I want to get this one out of the way first, and then sure. maybe down the road we'll see what happens. But I think it's cool that Storm Collectibles is putting it out. Yeah, it's cool. Um, it's good. It's I good hope they get to do other things. I know that they rumored I, I, I need a Muda. Muda. I need a Muda. People are like everybody commenting was like, "This is great." Where the fuck is Muda? Right. You so know? like everybody wants a Muda. Well, because you you had all those ligers, and granted, you can still buy those ligers in every fucking sale. Yeah. Uh, but like the ligers got a little like. Like oh, when did he wear this? Or he never wore this. Yeah. At the With end, it's Muda. Got to, yeah. You do classic. You do eighties, nineties Muda. You do the red paint yep. with the black. You do the white paint with the red. Yeah, and you can even do the a green as a variant, or the light, the powder, the powder blue, or an NW. You probably couldn't get the rights for the NWO so logo no, on his face. No. Um, but you do any of those, you know. You you want to give me orange tights, Keji Muda? Right. You want to give me bald. Right, Kenji Muto, All Japan Muto, two thousand All Japan Muto, oh. you know, and then and then you do Spider Muto, Spider Muto, and then Spider Muto has the original mask, and then yep. all those other masks that are mash yeah, specific yeah. that you can pinpoint Pirate Muto, right? Or yeah. you can just or just Darth do Maul Muda. just do a Spider Muto that has all a bunch of different heads, yeah. or do a couple different that each one comes with a variant head, do yeah. something. But there is, you know, uh, Jason X Muda. Yeah. Like, do all this kind of stuff. The the money's right there. Uh, I would buy probably at least one of every era. Yeah. 
Um, yeah. You know, maybe get the rights and do the, the Triple Crown um, at full size. Yeah. But, like, I would I would for damn sure buy a red face, like, oh, regular how old school you, Muda. I would definitely buy the 2000s Keji Mudo. Yeah, spider uh, Muda. And I would probably buy a Spider Muda. I would skip yeah. the, the orange tights oh, Muda. I'd have um, Not that it's not great, but, like, yeah. I, you know. Sure. I understand. But, uh. I would buy it if they put the little bald spot that he was getting <laughs> on the that, back. That'd be fun. Uh, and Dark Carnival Muda. Uh, well, the most important. The Muda, most important one, yes. As we had to explain to Doug. That's, That's right. the most important version the of Muda. The most important version of Muda wasn't even the Dark Carnival. Yeah, there's a ton of things that could happen with Storm Collectibles. So yes. Get on the fucking ball. Right. And uh, what the fuck's going on with the AEW line? Uh... People are saying they're disappearing, and we talked a couple a couple weeks ago behind the scenes about how like Padauer doesn't really promote it anymore. Yeah, I I just think it's they have a we saw a lot of pulling it off a little. Yeah, bit. I think we saw a lot, a lot of figures of they hadn't made. <laughs> yeah, uh, and I think they just need to clear out the stock. Oh, I think when you geez. walk when you walk into stores like our store, who rarely gets AEW, still is still getting Archer figures and yeah. shit. Like I think the stock needs to get cleared out. Yeah, I think probably somebody like Ringside was like, "Listen, we want to carry your shit, but like we got a warehouse full yeah. of fucking red velvets." I was gonna say of Penelope Ford, you know. <laughs> so like, and like, there's also you know a lot of Chuck E. T's and Trent's, sure. all that stuff is, sure. is still sitting there. Uh, and the other thing too is I think they have to slow release dates because who on their roster hasn't got a figure that will sell a figure? Yep, not a ton. And me getting robbed of a fucking CM Punk Ring of Honor figure, right? Really- Yep. Chaps my ass. Right. So I we we saw the announcements. We saw some prototypes. We saw some stuff that haven't been released. But I think they need to reshuffle and sort of work on their distribution and yeah. get these figures out there. Because yeah, it's been quiet for longer. For yeah. I, I I think it's just a readjustment, not like a done no. donezo kind of thing. No, I don't either. But we'll see. We shall see. Um, that's all I got, man. That's it. Yeah. All right. Let's get the hell out of here. Uh. This has been We Need Wrestling. You can find us online at We Need Wrestling on Twitter and Instagram. Uh, and Hive, which I haven't signed into in like two weeks. Cause is it still a thing? I'm sure it is. <laughs> uh, we Need Wrestling at gmail.com if you want to message the show. We are a proud member of the soon to be named network at STBN Network on Twitter, soon to be named network.com, soon to be named network.tumblr.com. Uh, plethora of shows. Uh, you can find our other show, Wings on Wings. Where we record, uh, where we watch the '90s sitcom Wings and record our our discussion about the episode while eating chicken wings with various hot sauces. You can find Longbox Yum. Heroes, Longbox Heroes After Dark, uh, Hit My Music, Final Wrestling Place, At Odds with Wrestling, uh, Puzzle Warriors Three. Everybody else does has a whole list of people. Uh, rest in peace, eventually to Pod Van Dam. Apparently, Ed swears it's really going away. Uh, I guess and, so. Uh, Welcome to the uh, to the Subi Name Network, the yet to be named uh, Joe Sposto and Ed Cody podcast. It should happen. Uh, I don't know if I should be spreading rumors. <laughs> I didn't get an email. About that one time you went to business for yourself. That one time you tried to shoot an angle with Joe. I did. Yeah. How dare you? I don't know. Whatever. <laughs> I've known him long enough. We should have played along. He puts up with Adam's bits all the fucking time. Anyway, uh, that's it. Subi Name Network. Uh, shout out to us on Twitter and Facebook and Instagram. Tell I, us th- I thought you were here. just gonna stop. Shout out to us. Shout out. To, <laughs> shout out to us. Hey, shout out us. Uh, <laughs> we'll be back next week, uh, talking more wrestling. You sound real excited about it. You're listening to the soon to be named network, the Lamborghini. <laughs> 
of Podcast Networks. Night off, nerds!